0: This episode of Comic Book Junto is brought to you by Bare Fruit, a Philadelphia-based lifestyle brand dedicated to turning beliefs into creative action and inspiring others to do the same. Head over to barefruit.com, that's B-3-A-R-F-R-U-I-T.com, and sign up for our newsletter. While you're there, check out our other podcast, The Beautiful Struggle, a weekly conversation series hosted by me, Octavius A. Newman, featuring various guests telling their origin story. Don't forget to grab some merch from our online store. As a reward for being a loyal Comic Book Junto listener, use promo code CBJ to get 10% off your next order. Bear fruit. Believe. Create. Inspire. Now let's start the show. Hello and welcome to Comic Book Junto, episode 40 I'm your host Octavius A. Newman, I'm the creator of Bear Fruit And I'm here with my co-host, Adam,
1: Jagged Little Scar, tetterous. I Every time you say that, I have to think of Jagged Little Pill, yeah. of course Which I, I believe you are alluding to
0: Something like, yeah, you know, uh, i bring the, my own thing what
1: is in, it, in The mid-90s album from uh, Atlantis, mm-hmm. a.k.a. God in the movie Dogma. That was Alanis. Kevin Smith? Yeah, that was Alanis Morissette. She was, yeah. she was, that's the G man right there. Well, they, that's the G. AKA G man. <laughs> oh man. What's good, Octavius? How are you doing, man?
0: Hey, you know, I'm living, doing all right. Yeah. Uh, you know, taking naps all the time for no oh, reason. Oh wow, you got that, that cat nap lifestyle. Yeah, I just, I just nap on the regular. But besides that, you know, all is well. Yeah. Um, it was exciting. We had we did an interview with Geekadelphia yesterday. Yeah, which was very very awesome. We got a chance to tell the story again. Um, oh, and um, also we um, this this is really really like moving. Mm. One of our listeners decided that they wanted to show us some love. Yeah, and they wanted to show us some love because they, you know they know we're going to be going into surgery October 11th after yeah. we watch Shin Godzilla.
1: Wait, what are we doing? Shin Godzilla. Oh yeah. yeah, I have that on my calendar. What's that other thing? Surgery, okay. kidney transplant. Yeah, tell me more about that. Yeah, do so, I got to look at paperwork for
0: this? Uh, I, mean, I would, ho- I would hope so. Okay, because it's got something to do with you.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. So you October know, 11th, Shin Godzilla. Second biggest thing that's happening next to Sh- Shin Godzilla is the transplant, kidney transplant. Yeah. So they wanted to show us some love, just so
0: we didn't have to eat uh, chocolate pudding and chocolate <laughs> pudding alone. No disrespect to the hospital's chocolate pudding. No, no, no. Um, But they want to show us some love um, So they created a GoFundMe for us Yeah uh, To make money To not make money To to have some money To buy some food So that when we're in the hospital Because we're going to be in the hospital Three to five days We're going to be recovering in there um, And that was just really, 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 really kind Really awesome Like that was
1: The the way that people have responded to us sharing this on the show Has been incredible to mm -hmm. me uh, I think we've had new people join us on the show because I've, I've I've shared our story and the information, the background about why we're doing this, why yeah. this is happening, by way of our last episode of CBJ. We have some new people joining in, and uh, the love that people have shown for us is staggering. Yeah, and I'm I'm humbled by it. Michael Harris for for starting that that GoFundMe. Shout out to you man, yeah, you you that's that is a supreme thing. Do man. we have his at? Uh, that's, uh, at Michael H R R S. Really appreciate you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
0: and uh, it's such, it's such a blessing because I can't say that I know
1: Michael Harris personally. Can you? No, I no Not outside of the show. Not outside of like just the rapport that we have through this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So for someone to decide they're going to do something like that and for the multiple people to come together and that's like, wild around this as a community it's like more hands make light work and that's really 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 encouraging
1: so thank you to everyone who has said anything any words of support of love consideration appreciation anything mm-hmm. if you shared it with us we hear it and it means the world to us uh as we have more information we're going to talk more about the the kidney the most important item on, on my docket Shin Godzilla? Is naming this kidney Okay Before it up and leaves me Because I want to be able to say I want to wave goodbye I want to say it's been real mm-hmm. And then I want to be able to use the name of the kidney I have, I have two top top two ideas Okay Top Tell two me. ideas Okay, first one Sir Lucius Left John The son of Chico Dusty Okay Because Big, big boy 2010 Sir, Lika, Sir, Sir Lucius Left Foot the Son of Chico Dusty. That was a great album. Uh-huh. Big Boy's album 2010. Right. I want Sir Lucius, Left John, because it's not my left foot. Right. And Kidney, there's so many syllables mm. in Kidney. It just mm-hmm. kind it, of it wreaks havoc. Keep going. Though. So many. Right. <laughs> uh, more than you can count. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I thought John, that works. Yeah. So, so Same difference. L- Sir Lucius, kidney, there's that. John, whatever. My second one is Felicia Hardy. Felicia Hardy is the black cat. And I want to be able to get that thing out of me. I know where you're going with this. And I want to say, bye, Felicia. But then the thing <laughs> is, I was like, well, hold on. I'm not saying, like, I don't want you in my life. Uh-huh. You bother me. Right. But, which is, you know, that's bye, Felicia. Uh-huh. So that's why it's got to be F- Felicia Hardy, because that is a hardy kidney. Ah, uh, That's a good, hardy kidney. Okay. So there's a little word play. There's a little combination. There. I see what you got going bye, on. Bye, Felicia. Yeah. I want all the surgeons up in there. Bye, Felicia.
0: Yeah. Are you going to take photos with this? With yeah, this yeah, kitten? yeah. We're going to selfies.
1: You're going to be unconscious. We're going to do the face swap on Snapchat. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. 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 This surgery is made possible by Bear Fruit, a Philadelphia
0: lifestyle brand. Yeah. So, <laughs> speaking of which, this podcast is brought to you by Bear Fruit, which is a Philadelphia based lifestyle brand, which you can learn more about uh, by going to barefruit.com. You can sign up for the newsletter. You mm. can check out the store. You can check out the merchandise. Hey, Speaking of merchandise, I'm making progress. It's coming on the merchandise for comic book Junto. Confirmed. I have so many ideas. It's it looks
1: so good so far.
0: And I am working with a really, really awesome, awesome, awesome crew of people to bring these ideas to fruition. And I'm not just stopping at mediocre. I'm trying to make it awesome.
1: Oh, we are well past mediocre. Everything I've seen so far in progress is outstanding. And I cannot wait to have that on every article of clothing. I'm like, putting it on hats. I'm going to put it on my computer. I'm wow. going to put it on my shirt. Okay. On my iPhone case, everything. I already have it. man thing. on. I have guy. man thing on my iPhone case now, and I'm not saying I'm going to take that off. Okay. But I would put a, a CBJ. Well, we might even be able to have thing. a situation. If this goes the way I want it to, you're going to be
0: able to get the different things that I end up making for comic Junto on all kinds of stuff. That's the plan. So we shall see, but yeah. just, you know, Keep an eye out for it. Keep listening. Um, And as this comes together, I'll reveal it to you. Mm -hmm. But I just, if you've seen my stuff with Bare Fruit, um, I try
1: my best to make excellence. You know, I try to to make the best thing I possibly can. There's no compromise. The stuff with Bare Fruit is high, high, highest quality. And we want to do the same thing for CBJ. And the work you've done so far is like genuinely impressive. I cannot wait to see that in real life. I'm trying.
0: I'm trying to make something with, at least with the, the piece that we're working on right now, I'm trying to make something that when you look at it, you go, oh, okay, I yeah. get it. Yeah. Not something that makes you go, huh, well, uh, well what's that mean? Yeah. Like, But you look at it and you go, oh, I get it on a basic visual level. Yeah. And then if you listen to the show, you're able to get it even deeper. Mm-hmm. Um. So I really wanted something that shows Two worlds coming together, mm-hmm. um, an incursion from yeah. uh, uh, Secret
1: Wars. I, you got you got two world. You got the Marvel universe, The, okay. the Ultimate 616 Universe, and six one six, and they're just colliding, right? And these worlds are all exploding. new, all different, all new, all different. That
0: was the name of the first episode of this this That's this great. version of comic all new, book all Junto. different
1: comic book Junto. Yeah, yeah. So it comes back around, yeah. And Full then we got to hire the Illuminati, uh, Black Panther, Strange. Captain America, all them, so they can like work to stop this, and we're like, no, 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 don't stop the merch because that's that's the gravy train. That's how we pay for this. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I'm sorry, I didn't understand. We we got this Infinity Gauntlet. What do you want us to do with this? Right. We we were all prepared. We misread the situation. Terribly. Talk to Man Man about you. Talk Infinity to Man Man about that Infinity Gauntlet. He's
0: got that out of control.
1: He knows what to do with that. Mm-hmm.
0: No, yeah. he doesn't. He not, not at all. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's that's some of the stuff that's going on with me, and you know. That's some of the stuff that's going on with Adam, and we are excited to get into episode 40. Yo, Mm -hmm. this is from all of our regular episodes and our one-shots. This equates 50 episodes of Comic Book 50
1: episodes of Comic Book Congratulations. Congratulations. We did it. Shout out to you.
0: Uh Uh-huh. And congratulations to all you guys who are part of the Junto, because, you know... We're doing this together. You guys are listening. You guys are sharing this. You guys are leaving five stars in a positive comment. By the way, everybody who's left five stars in a positive comment, we sincerely do thank you. Yeah. Um, and please do leave us five stars and a positive comment on iTunes so that we can continue to grow the awareness of the show. Yeah. But 50 episodes in, we literally have all five-star positive comments. Yeah on itunes and that's like everybody's podcast isn't like that and i don't believe you guys are just like doing that to be you know whatever but you really mean it Mm -hmm. and you know all the tweets that you guys shoot our way and like i I see you guys talking about your pull list and what you're excited about talking about and like in all of those things 50 episodes in Mm -hmm. who are we Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like why are you why are you even like uh listening to us. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But you do. So it's really encouraging. Um, so speaking of tweets, if you guys want to tweet along with us as you're listening, um, if you're listening, if you're watching live on Periscope, or if you're just listening to this through iTunes or G- Google Play or whatever, um, my Twitter is at Octavius A. Newman, O-C-T-A-V-I-U-S-A-N-E-W-M-A-N. Adam?
1: You can find me at Adam Teterus. A-D-A-M-T-E-T-E-R-U-S.
0: Yes. And the... Po- the uh, podcast Twitter is comic book Junto J U N T O. Yeah, so you can tweet along. You know, let us know your thoughts on different parts. And if you're listening on SoundCloud, I don't know if you guys know this, you can actually leave comments on SoundCloud. Yeah, at specific parts where you can say what you thought about a specific piece, so that everybody can see. You can say your thoughts and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Which I like SoundCloud for that. So you can someone can comment. It's one thing to get a comment and kind of go, What there's been a plenty of times where I'm like, What is this person talking about? Yeah. What did we say? Yeah. And I'll be like, what is the? But when you're on SoundCloud, you can put it exactly right where it's like bookmarking that. Yeah, moment. you're responding to this specific
1: part. It, most it, most times I'm familiar with this working, that mechanism working for SoundCloud is for an eDM song and be like, Oh my God, beat's about to drop. Here it <laughs> comes. Here it comes. So I'm curious how people are going to respond to our show. Be I mean, like, "Yo, beats about the drop, here it comes," and then me in the audio saying, "Superman Returns was a good movie," and people just going like, "Oh, Terrible. oh no, oh, oh, did you see that? This is gotta oh, stop. This Superman Returns thing is just getting out of hand. My 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 supporters are amassing. They are wrong. They Every last me. one of them are they incorrect. Sur- they, they, they they stretch their hands out."
0: And I have, and, and I am climbing me. up on the top of this monument <laughs> and writing "false God." Oh, wow! <laughs> on your, on your, not your Henry Cavill statue, but your Superman Returns. Oh, my Brandon
1: statue. Ruth as yeah. Superman Returns. No, yeah.
0: I don't care if your eyes bulletproof. It's Not enough. <laughs> how can you not care about? A bulletproof that? eye is not enough.
1: All right. Okay.
0: I mean, Hawkeye shot T'Challa in the face with two two arrows, and he said, "I don't care."
1: Yeah, that you know is what true. I mean? yeah. he,
0: we don't see a monument made for him. He should have one. He should have he one. He should have
1: one. Right. I'm with you there.
0: Yeah. So how can you compare that to Superman Turns? <laughs> how are we here again? <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> it always comes back to this. I don't know. Anyway, so let's get into this news. Let's start from the top. Um, so
1: there's been a lot going on in the world. It's been a difficult week.
0: Yeah. There's a lot going on in the world, and um we consider ourselves. We you know we consider ourselves geek culture philosophers, mm-hmm. and we consider this a podcast you know uh, you know a podcast about philosophy in yeah. light of geek
1: culture. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I mean, every week we have an opportunity to think about the stuff we're reading, consuming, watching, and tie it back to something meaningful in you know everyday life yeah. that all of us experience. And I think that's part of the exercise. This week, uh, i I know. I and many others are finding solace and and comfortable comfort in, in escapism and trying to like, you know, dive into a comic book to, to get away from the horror of, of reality um, of, of the horrible things that we've witnessed in the last week, Terrence Crutcher and Keith Lamont and Keith Lamont Scott, both losing their lives. I'm sure there are many others um, who have not, been made into hashtags and that's a tragedy in and of itself. I'm trying to find a balance between escaping from everything. So I can just be like, I'm cool. Let me just b- relax and try to calm my, my brain. Uh, but at the same time, reading books like civil war, like civil war two that mm-hmm. we will talk about today. Yeah. Reading books like power man, iron fist. We will talk about today. Yeah. Um, You know, that's, that artwork reflects reality. Mm-hmm. And that's helpful at times. But you are a black man. Get out of here. Yeah. I'm sorry. I? I didn't want to break it to you like this on the show. Whoa. But you are a black News man. Flash. And you are experiencing just two more scenarios, two more instances mm-hmm. in which unarmed, innocent black men have lost their lives. How do you possibly deal with that? Uh, it is unfortunately
0: common. It's unfortunately unsurprising. It's, uh, unfortunately my response is becoming like, I don't want to become numb to this. Yeah, I know. You know, I don't want to become like, this is regular. Yeah. And unfortunately there's a part of my mind that goes, Mm -hmm. yep. Sounds about right. Yeah. Like, I'd be more surprised to find out that someone reached in their car and they're alive. Yeah. You know, I'd be more surprised. And I think the thing that is most upsetting about this is the fact that these situations are so blatant to me. Yeah. You know, they're so clear to me. And we're having these conversations and I'm hearing conversations about Kaepernick. Yeah. You know, and how he shouldn't kneel and yada, 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 and how
1: everybody's got something to say about that. Comic book geeks, Colin Kaepernick. You probably heard him in the news recently. If you do not watch football, he's the quarterback star quarterback. I don't know if he's the starting total quarterback, but he is a star stub uh, for the QB for, uh, for the 49ers. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, his, his, his protest His peaceful protest. He decided to take a knee. Yeah. um, During... National um, Anthem. National
0: Anthem. And his reasoning from, you know, this is not a quote, but basically um, he feels that what this is supposed to represent is not being represented for people of color, specifically black people in America. So until these things are shown to be changing, then he's going to... Take a stand by taking a knee, or by not standing, mm-hmm. and, and we see all these people kind of flip out and wig out, and how could he, and how dare he, and you know, and all the people that fought and so and so and so, and yada, yada yada, and disrespecting our service- p- people and so and and everybody who fought for your freedom, and number one, yeah, freedom means I can do what I want, yeah, so if I choose to take a knee then I choose to take a knee. Mm-hmm. If I choose to make a peaceful protest, then I choose to do so. And that's just what I'm gonna do. Yeah. So I'm frustrated by people making this about something it's not. Yeah. And that's the narrative that I'm seeing happen a lot. So oh, you're disrespecting the flag. That's not what I said yeah. You're disrespecting our serv- the people in the military When did I say that There are all these red herrings There are all these distractions that are pointing away From the topic And all these people who are flipping out and getting upset And getting angry about other people Who are following suit and not standing up And showing patriotism As though it's something that America is owed yeah. They're entitled to Yeah. And then when a black man With his hands up is tased and killed? Yeah, where y'all at? Who's talking about all this patriotism? Mm-hmm. All this freedom? Where y'all at? Mm-hmm. Where's all? Where's all that noise at? When when another person is shot? Where y'all? Where y'all at? Mm-hmm. So I I I am very frustrated with the lack of focus on what the topic is. Mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter. Well, actually, you know, all I hold on we're talking about this mm-hmm. talking about this right here and i'm very frustrated with the continued redirection on other topics and we're not talking about the thing that's most th- that 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 is on the table
1: right now so we we're talking about this because this affects I mean I think this affects everyone in the world whether you're you're ready to admit that or not and how you take it is different for different people but mm-hmm. this affects you and I it affects the things that we do in a day the way that we feel and the the art we consume the comics yeah. media so I'm I'm wondering how, where does where do comic books where does geek culture find a place for you when when stuff like this goes down Well it's very interesting Well,
0: before I get to geek culture, I want to talk about this kidney transplant. Okay, in light of this, Uh so part being black, part of being black and growing up, and I didn't understand this until I got older. Hmm. I remember being taught, "Don't be an organ donor." Why? Because if they. If they, meaning majority culture, someone who's richer than you, someone who's more popular, more valuable than you, need something you got, yeah. they might value their life, their body over you. yeah. So in the black community, a lot of times I've seen, I'm not donating no organ. And you might go, well, that's wrong. Octavius, you you need an organ. Like, yeah. What are you talking about? That's that's upsetting. That's frustrating. I don't understand the connection. How's this all to go together? Well, I'm going to show you how it goes together. A black man with his hands up, with his back to you, mm-hmm. is a threat to you. Mm-hmm. You hear the guy go, he looks like a bad dude. Yeah. Hold up. Black man, hands up. Back to you is a bad dude that you need to tase and shoot. Yeah. What we see in the black community a lot is the lack of value in black bodies.
1: Yeah. He, a, a human, we are less human. And you're we saying we're less valuable. You see that in, the, in, in stories or understanding of the medical community as well. We
0: are worth
1: less. Yeah. So
0: it's, it's not worthless. We are worth less yeah. than others. So what happens is, is in the community, and this is not right, I'm just talking about, I'm, try, I'm trying to kind of sympathize slash empathize because, again, I need the kidney. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? So I'm not saying, yeah, that's right, but I'm trying to make the connection. When you're black and you see someone who's surrendering and going, okay, I'm good, take whatever you need to do, yeah. and they kill you, you almost feel like I'm not putting my life at risk yeah. To be an organ donor, I also know they might take. They might take it from me. Yeah. I might be able to survive. I might be able to bounce back. That's they right. might not give me all the information because someone else needs it. So that when we see things like this, how does it affect us? It starts to affect us. We start to think that the powers that be, majority culture, white people, white America, the systemic oppression and race racism racist environment that we live in, we think that we have to start doing things to protect ourselves right? because we don't trust the authorities. We don't trust the environment that we're around to do it for us.
1: Because yeah, the people who are tasked with protecting you are hunting us and killing us. Exactly. We're surrendering and we're getting killed. And there is, there's um, unfortunately the truth is there is recorded history, documented history of black bodies being taken advantage of in hospitals and organs from a a black person in the hospital maybe being used for someone to save a white person in the hospital without consent and we're like well black person died but we saved the white one
0: and you might argue oh come oh octavius come on i'm not making this we're, up we're we're past but we're past that adam
1: yeah we're past that. I mean, this is 2016. Barack Obama invented Barack, uh, racism. Barack, is o, I...
0: Barack Obama's the president.
1: Yeah, I think I saw this Captain Captain
0: is black. We're past that.
1: Yeah. no, Connecting with the
0: comics, yeah. right? But at the same time, did you just see that video of that dude with his hands up with his back to the, to the, to the people with weapons
1: get yeah. killed? Did you just watch that? Or the man in his car reading a book. Waiting for his kid. On the bus being killed. I, it's, it's trying not to be desensitized to these things is the most difficult thing because the natural state to receiving a pattern over and over and over again is just expecting it or acting out or, or, or deciding to do something. And I think for a lot of people, the events that take place now in, in this year and last year, and I'll say 2014, the events that took place in Ferguson are the boil over, right? The, the point in which people say, no, 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 no. Black Lives Matter, If correct me if I'm wrong, but Black Lives Matter originated as a response to the events in Ferguson.
0: You're asking me? I believe that's true. I believe that that is definitely tied to it. I don't know if 100%. Maybe like, not 100%. That's, that's, the, that's the
1: only direct catalyst. consequence. But I believe that Ferguson was the trigger, the thing that says, we're no, we're done. Mm-hmm. And we're doing something about it. And the the thing that is astonishing to me, apart from the fact that Any human being would be valued lesser than any other person. The fact that institutionalized racism still exists, the fact that people lie that it doesn't exist or ignore the evidence that it exists. With all of the conversations that we have as a country, in media, you and I right now, everyone having conversations like this one, how is this still happening? Like When there is even more scrutiny on these topics, on the, the need for us to be. Cause people are benefiting <sighs> from it. People are benefiting from it.
0: Yeah. And, and that's a hard, that's a hard thing to, to swallow, but you know, the people who are benefiting from it are benefiting from it some knowingly and some unknowingly, mm. you know, like white privilege is something that I think genuinely, honestly a lot of people who have white privilege genuinely don't even know what are you talking about yeah and I, I don't understand what you mean i don't i'm no different than you they totally they they 100% believe what they are saying mm-hmm. they just are unaware because it's so encoded so intertwined mm-hmm. in the way things are that they don't know anything else yeah you know but one of the ways to one of the ways to to really make it clear is here's the question For all of those of you who are listening right now, who are white, right? Mm -hmm. Look in your mind's eye at how black people are being treated. Mm -hmm. And I heard this somewhere else. This is a mine, so I'm not going to take credit. Look in your mind's eye. Think about that. Now, how many of you want to be treated like that? Mm Mm-hmm. I bet none of you are like, me, I'll take it. I want to put my hands up in the air. I want to be terrified every time I see red and blue lights. Yeah. I want my wife to be like, I, I don't even know if you're going to come home.
1: Right. Right.
0: You want... So that's a way to kind of make the connection. Like, this is what it's like to be to be a person of color, specifically black. You know? These are the things that you're wrestling through. And when we're looking at geek culture, we're looking at comics... You know, this is why we are talking about things that you might go, oh, that's small, that's little, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense, and diversity, and canon, and character. Like, this is why... We're fighting for normalizing diversity. Yeah. We're fighting to say, hey, a black face is not something that should be abnormal for you to see. Yeah. You know, every time you see a black person, you shouldn't be scared. You shouldn't be afraid. But don't you think that media plays a part in that? Oh, no doubt. Don't you think that the fact that you very rarely see black faces in a positive light, it is getting better, but it still has a lot of room to grow? That it's, plays a role in what plays a role in how you engage with people. It's everything. It's you everything.
1: Know? Yeah. It's it's absolutely everything. And that's why I said in starting this conversation when I'm reading comics I'm thinking of this as an outlet as a media that is portraying something that's going to either allow me to step away from stress and strife and fear and anguish and struggle, or it's going to meet me and force me to engage in it. And I think when it's really powerful, then it makes me do the latter. And it forces me to recognize this thing. I'm a person, we said this in an episode, it was the title of the episode, Being Woke is Hard. Choosing to be aware is a choice. Being active is a choice, Mm -hmm. right? Being woke is hard. The burden of dealing with the fact that these oppressors exist and people are oppressed still is torment. And I'm a white person saying this. I only, I don't, I know a fraction of that. I know a fraction of that. And then what's more difficult on top of that for me is I just can't even pretend to understand. I just have to try as hard as I can. So when I'm I met in, in my pull list by something that says, I'm uh, a writer for a comic book. I'm an illustrator and I know what you're saying. I feel that too. And I'm going to reflect it back at you in the 616. Then that makes me feel like something is something good is happening here. Uh, the the side effect is we're having conversations that we should have had a long, long ass time ago. And we're having them in places where people need to meet them and the things that you love and the things you consume. I, you know, I get so upset (sighs) I get so upset with stuff like this because with body cameras and helicopter cameras and stuff like this, you know, we, we have the video footage of these men being killed. Right. And the conversation in a lot of instances, I think is, are, am I supposed to watch this? Or I don't put this in front of me on autoplay. I don't want to watch this. And I struggle with trying to figure out what my responsibility is because I don't think it could ever be ignored. And there are some instances in which I think people must watch this because it's real. A real person is being killed and you cannot ignore that. But at the same time, and to to uh, uh, mimic something we've spoken on before, you have to look out for your public, your, your mental health and you have to think about how you cope and, and what you do to cope and the stress that bubbles up when you're exposed to these things and where you go with that and who you go to for help. Now, having comic book Junto is connecting with a community of people who are important to me. That's all of you listeners. And it's connecting with you, Octavius, and it's connecting with myself and all of that gets spurred because, you know, like I got a, a stack of paper, comic books, of funny books and, you, we're we're here to have these conversations, because I don't know how other any other way to do this,
0: yeah, and we're going to talk about this more in civil war. but um this is something I think about all the time. I, uh, <laughs> I'm tempted to just like
1: dive right into what i want to say. um i'm 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 giving you an opportunity to do that, and we don't have to talk about. Batman VR. If we want to have a conversation about this. Yeah. You know, like we, we can talk about Batman Batman VR when that, when that joint comes out, hits the shelf. Right. But, um, you know, the, to have an opportunity to capture an energy and a thought process and the role with it and to try to make sense of things. It, it, that's a good use of time.
0: Yeah. I, um, I think about this a lot. And we, we talk about, the Justice League. Justice. Justice. What's the definition of justice? Mm-hmm. All right, I'll on the this fly. This, first of all, thank you, Internet, for being available for us. Thank you for the five stars and the positive comment as well for all of you. And everybody at home was Googling justice right now and just pulled up shopjustice.com. I apologize.
1: Oh, I, I'm, I, am, I am offering my gratitude to the physical concept of the Internet. Thank you for being available to me. Right. For supporting me, serving me. Justice is a noun. It is the quality of being just. It is righteousness, equitableness, or moral rightness. Just behavior or treatment. A
0: concern for justice, peace, and genuine respect for people. Synonyms, fairness, Justness, fair play, fair-mindedness, equity,
1: impartiality.
0: So what are you pulling from this? Uh, This
1: is Google. No, no. I mean, like, what does it mean to you? Oh,
0: that's what I'm just, I'm just, I'm rattling this stuff off because it's like, I'm going somewhere with this. Impartiality, objectivity, neutrality, honesty, righteousness, morals, morality. I appeal to his sense of justice. Mm-hmm. The Justice League. Mm-hmm. It, where would the Justice League be on this? Where's Ulysses at?
1: On Terrence Crutcher?
0: Where's Ulysses at? You ain't see that happening, Ulysses? Yeah. And of course, Ulysses is not a real person, Internet. You know, I hope you know I know that. But what I'm saying is, when we're talking about geek culture, you know, we're talking about these characters that we're looking at as examples. Mm -hmm. Do you think that they would be fussing at Colin Kaepernick about taking a knee? Do you think they would, well, you know, this guy, like, if you look at the definition of justice, not what you think it means, not what you feel it means. What's the word mean? Mm -hmm. You know, do you think that the Avengers are going to fight giant space monsters but they're going to let you shoot a dude with his hands up walking away yeah and it's all good and well we don't really know any information right now and we're all still trying to find out and we gave him let, let him off with with you know
1: paid leave well it's i I start wondering about stuff like this because I'm asking myself the question if this were brought to the avengers let's say this was brought to tony stark tony stark you witnessed the video of Terrence Crutcher being murdered while you go, his r- hands you, were up. What do you do? And what do you do? And I wonder, would Tony Stark say, hey, look, I'm not law enforcement. Or would Tony Stark say, I, I fight to avenge injustice. And what does that look like? How do you do that? You protest. You write Black Lives Matter on your armor. Now, you start going to rallies. I mean, like what does that look like and this is this is this is this is interesting stuff because it's it's cute to st-
0: tell stories where the good guys punch the obvious bad guys who are a different different planet in the face, but when the bad guys are arguably supposed to be the good guys, yeah, then what do you do then what do you do? you know what I'm saying like do you think that Power Man, Storm, Black Panther. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, are are all these people, like Sam Wilson, is he divorced? Is he just an Avenger? Mm-hmm. Or is he a black man
1: who's an Avenger? Is he divorced from his blackness? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like, what about superheroes who are not people of color, who have abilities and resources and talents and responsibility to defend people who need to be defended? I mean... Where are they? What do they do? Obviously, this is something that touches the black community of superheroes. hmm But, like, what's Nova going to do? Nova, young person who is used to saving the day from aliens, what's he going to do, you know, when Kaepernick takes a knee? You know, who's he going to be with? How do they set a standard of who needs to be protected? Yeah. That's the kind of thing that I think about. And it, you can like really hit it over the head, and I think it's necessary to hit it over the head. It's why I'm so sad that Nighthawk is going away, that mm-hmm. Marvel joint.
0: Because mm-hmm. like, Nighthawk is, the, is... I was talking to a friend of mine about this. I was saying how when I look out at the big two... Yeah, DC Marvel. I see touching on it. I see some brushing up against it. But I don't see very many... No... You are wrong, Yeah. and I don't care if you are the police. I'm coming for you Yeah. because I stand for justice, period. Yeah. I see a lot of dancing and, oh, well, you know, what if maybe? Nah, man. Nah. If I'm a bulletproof black man, if I'm Luke Cage, there's no way you're shooting kids in Harlem. Yeah. And you're not putting me in jail neither. Yeah. There's no way I'm Ulysses and I can see the future and I can see what's going on. And there's there's no way. So it, i I mean, this is the this is the fun stuff that we talk about in geek culture and comics and stuff like that. But I can't turn my mind off to how injustice ripples out. And if you have power to do something about it, I just don't see how you stand by yeah. and shoulder shrug and go, Well, maybe you should go, maybe you should leave America. Yeah, right. What? You know, huh? That sounds like it's more like something like Doc, what Dr. Doom would say than, than, a, than a hero. Yeah. So this is, I mean, this is hard stuff that we're proposing. But these are the things, this is the stuff that I'm, that I'm bouncing through in my head as I look at this stuff. And as when you say, like, how does this play itself out in geek culture? I want to see stories that are actually addressing this. And I don't know, maybe this is coming up. Maybe this is where Brian
1: Michael Bendis has taken us with Civil War II. It's possible. We we are getting close to it. You know? It. I mean, the, the David Walker, who's writing Power Man, Iron Fist, uh, David Walker, Sanford Green, Flaviano, the team behind Power Man and Iron Fist, they're asking questions and provoking thought yeah. on on prejudice of criminal background and criminal history, profiling people based on criminal history. You know, you and I had an opportunity to say a few words about the kidney transplant last Friday at Ignite Philly 18, Mm -hmm. and that was great. And one of the speakers at Ignite Philly, his name was Mike Lee, and Mike Lee is doing work to make sure that people understand for themselves and so they can communicate it to others that you are not your criminal background. You are not your crime. You're more than that. Someone told you you did something wrong and you were paying for it, right? And in so many instances, people just get dwindled down to just being that, mm-hmm. your criminal history. And he works on making sure that people have a way to integrate back into the real world when they've done their time or when they've gotten their help or something along those lines, that they're able to become fully fleshed out, people with rights and privileges and protections, right? That they yeah. get to be American, the things that they deserve as Americans. Mm-hmm. And uh you, know, I think about that because then I think of like how many times have villains in in our comics like kind of turned around, and suddenly I'm helping the good guys? Clayface, right? Clayface. Right in now. in Batman, in Tom yeah. King's Batman that, that we have in our book of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it happens all the time. You know, what kind of grace do we give to somebody who's not a super villain? Hmm. What grace do we give to someone who is selling CDs at a hmm. gas station? Like, is he just that? Is he just that that thing that you didn't do correctly?
0: It's, uh, it's so frustrating where, you know, person of color ends up getting killed. Obviously wrong. Obviously. Well, you know, his his past. Who who's talking about that? Yeah. What does that have to do with anything? That's like me walking up and finding my car getting towed away. And they go, hey man, you didn't pay your bill. And I go, but what about all the times I did pay it? Yeah. It's like that's not what we're talking about right now. We're talking about the fact that you didn't pay your bill. And as a result, here are the consequences. So in the same way, if you kill a guy and you're wrong, you don't bring up what maybe he did or didn't do in the past. That doesn't somehow justify what you're doing today. The same way you can punish someone for what they did right now just justifiably, you can't punish somebody for what you think they did in the past or what they might do in the future, and, mm-hmm. you know, and now all this kind of stuff. And, and I think the fact that people are getting away with this, it's like almost encouraging this behavior. Mm-hmm. People feel like they have, like, they, they don't feel like they have consequences. It seems, it seems like, I mean, I know me. I, I think like as a black person, if you think if I go out and I die today and I don't come home, at least some, there would be some justice yeah. for the person who murdered me. Yeah. But the truth is, I mean, that, you would at least think, well, at least I'll be, I'll be vindicated in that way. And my, my family will have peace. Mm hmm. Pro, but the truth is, probably not. Mm-hmm. More than likely, you'll be vilified. You'll be the bad guy. They'll talk about your clothes. They'll talk about he was wearing a hoodie. They'll talk about- Michael Brown stole- he, he stole uh, cigarillos. They'll talk about your tone of voice. Yeah. They'll talk about your, your body language. Talk about how scary I was. was bad dude. Y'all hear me on this podcast. I'm not the most quiet guy. Yeah. You know? They'll talk about the look in his eye, and I could see the look in his eye, and he didn't do anything, but I, but it looked like he was going to. I could tell. What's that sound like? Sounds like Hawkeye, right?
1: Yeah, it sounds like Hulk.
0: You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, well, I could see it in his eyes what he was going to do, but he didn't do it though. Yeah, that's that's probably going to be my story. They're going to pull up everything that I ever did wrong, or looked like I could have done wrong, to spin this story to make it look like they were. Being just and saving everybody.
1: Because in a moment when something were to e- escalate, they would never have any consideration for the things that you're doing right now in this room, with this podcast, with the company, for your wife, for your church. Like, th- none of that exists. None of that exists. You are a stature and you are a skin color. Big black man. Yeah. <laughs> it's It's disgusting. It's disgusting. It's terrifying. And it it makes me want... You know what? It makes me want a hero that is an intimidating-looking black man. Like Luke Cage. More Luke Cages. But Give me a Luke Cage that dresses like, you know, not me. Maybe he doesn't wear a T-shirt or a V-neck. Maybe his clothes aren't clean-pressed. Give me somebody who looks like I shouldn't trust him and tell me that I should. Or I should at least, like... Give it time. Be patient and learn who this person is. Um, I would love to see my heroes reflect things that I'm afraid of and other people might be afraid of so they can say, y'all need to calm this down. Y'all need to calm this down because you cannot make a snap decision on this. Yeah. Well, I think that's what we need. Geek culture is, is, is it's possible. When we say geek culture, we have to acknowledge that geek culture is made by humans like you and I who witness these things, who survey these things. And the influence and influx of people of color into the industry is noted. Like That is noted. That's notable to me because it means we get perspectives and characters and stories that are driven by things that matter, like really matter. Yeah. Which is not to say Brian Michael Bendis can't tell a story that doesn't that that matters. Yes. It, it ain't like that. It's just a different background, different perspective, different tools that you're bringing to the table. And I must say that I'm happy to see the things that I'm saying. I'm happy
0: for September 30th. Yeah, you know, I'm happy for the Cage comic. I'm happy for the Power Man Iron Fist comic. I'm happy that you know we got a Jessica Jones comic coming out. I'm happy for you know all of these other things that are coming that are representing what's what's to do a mosaic.
1: Yeah, mosaic coming out. You know.
0: Um and like I'm I'm mentioning a lot of the big two, but there's there's a lot of other creative creator own books out there that I mean maybe even I don't know about which you guys can feel free to tweet tweet us about and let me know about so I can dive into those too, but um yeah. So I am discouraged but I'm not hopeless. No, that's a good word. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not without hope because I do believe that there are people like me out there who listen to this show, maybe who don't listen to this show, who believe, create, inspire. Yeah. They take what they, if you don't know what that means, that is the slogan for Bear Fruit. I believe that inspiration is like what this is all about. You know, like, an inspiration is the lifeblood of creativity. Without inspiration, you know what I mean? Then you're not going to make anything new because everything's fine. Everything's perfect. Yeah. So you take what you believe. Everything we just said just now. Yeah. Like, or whatever you say at home with you and your friends, you take what you believe and you make something. You create something. You take creative action. You do something. Yeah. Yeah. You create something with the intent of inspiring your circle of influence. That may be one person, that may be 50 people, that may be millions of people. But you believe, you create, and you inspire. And people who you inspire will believe and they will create and they will inspire. Mm -hmm. That's what you can do. That's the role that you can play. So maybe you can't get a utility belt um, that's oddly yellow with the rest of your dark outfit. I, you could hey, look, you can try. Okay, maybe you can like or that guy who actually dresses yourself. up like a superhero. You got to believe, yeah. <laughs> um, But that's what you can do. Huh. You can take what you believe, create something, and intentionally inspire the people around you. And that's that's what bear fruit represents, and that's yeah. what we're doing right now. Yeah. Who knows who this is going to reach? Who knows if this is going to reach anybody or not? But we're going to make it because we're going to talk about what we believe in. We hope that after hearing this, you guys don't fold your arms and go, I would have done it this way. Okay, we'll do it then. Yeah. Make the thing, do the thing, say the thing. Yeah. Take the action, like try. You 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 have to start doing these things. You can't just have quiet, you just can't have opinions in your head and not do anything.
1: Agreed. Agreed. Don't sit on your hands. You got to do something with your, with, with, with all of your energy, with all of the things you care, you care about the things that upset you, you have an ability to make things and affect people and connect with other people and you have the ability to be connected with. Yeah. And you need to keep your eyes open and expect that. And when I say you, I'm talking to myself as well. Keep your eyes open, keep your ear to the ground and be ready to, to receive something that you've never seen before. Yeah. And like, accept that. With curiosity and with love, and, and I, anything can happen. Like the result of that is infinite and good.
0: Question for you: Got, Love you guys to tweet us this. This is a question I ask all of the uh, people who are hosts on my uh, guests on my other podcast, The Beautiful Struggle. I ask them, "What's the lasting effect you want to leave on your circle of influence?" Mm. Nobody likes to think about when they die, right? That's not what I'm, I'm not asking you to think, what color suit would you like to be buried in? That's yeah, not what I'm right, asking right, right. you. But what I am asking you, what's the lasting effect that you, listener, want to leave on your circle of influence? When they look back on your life, they're gonna say, this person left things this way. Mm-hmm. They, things are different because they were here in this way. Mm-hmm. What is? What do you want that to be? Mm-hmm. You know, and a lot of times the things that upset you, frustrate you, annoy you, make you cry, make you angry. Those are probably the things that you're here to change, to at least try. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole "get rich or die trying" thing, mm-hmm. like Fifty Cent. Mm-hmm. But seriously, I'm sorry, you mean Cyborg? Pardon me. Yeah, forgive. Me. Just want to get that right. You're right. Mm-hmm. That Cyborg was talking about. <laughs> but yeah, like, what's your blank blank or die trying yeah. or or you know?
1: What have you. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm with you. An hour in. That's right. That's our news. Hey, but look, that, <laughs> that is our news. You know, that, the, that is the important news that's taking place in the world. And, and that affects We had us. more, but yeah, as you can see, we're very short-winded. There are other things that we will very likely talk about really soon in the future. Also, everyone should know that uh, Octavius and I realize, we remember, that we did not do some of the books of the week that we've wanted to do. Uh, be, please, please, please have patience and grace for us. While the uh, the transplant news became solidified for us, a lot of things are, are rolling along right now. We have two priorities. It's always new episodes of CBJ, Shin Godzilla, <laughs> Shin Godzilla. <laughs> uh, and Shin Godzilla, and Shin Godzilla. For the record, Shin Godzilla is now officially the code name for the transplant. There you go. That's what this is. Yeah. Right. So we have two priorities it's always staying on top of comic book junto and code name shin godzilla and shin godzilla that's what it's about maybe so, that's
0: the name of the kidney when it gets inside of me wow it's shin godzilla okay
1: yeah yeah Th- there are many different forms of godzilla throughout the years okay i love godzilla so much so maybe i just need to pick one of my favorite godzillas and then when it moves to you a shin shin godzilla all right i'm about it okay i'm very into that sounds good uh-huh All right. So we had
0: more news. but We're going to cut it short. We will get there because, you know, as you saw, we went off on this. But that's the cool thing about podcasting. You have the freedom to be able to kind of do these things and talk about this stuff that's important. And, you know, as geek culture philosophers, we have a way to be able to weave this in to what's going on Mm -hmm. um, in our regular everyday lives because that stuff does matter. Yes it does so um, this get, let's get into our talk back segment Talkback segment is where we talk back to you the listeners um, as you guys ask us questions so submit your questions to us via Twitter using hashtag askcbj or you can send us a question um, using email if you know what that is tell me more electronic mail uh, le- he uh, electronic mail indeed uh, uh. Um, comic book junto at barefoot.com that's b3arfruit.com and if you send us a question your question may be chosen we might read it and we can answer it on the show so mm. we appreciate you guys doing that um, and we're going to go through some of those now
1: mhm so the first one that we have is a tweet and this is coming to us from a listener at Fizz versus the world and Fizz versus the world asks, given civil war II's massive delays announced earlier this week, how far are you willing to wait for a story? Ask CBJ. Now, if you do not know civil war two, the event that is taking place all throughout the Marvel universe, the entire line of Marvel books is being affected by civil war two, um, That has been announced to be delayed, I think, several times over. And now it will be one issue longer, and it is going to end, I think, in December. Um, So things have been pushed back. Now, we're used to this. This happened the last time Marvel had a major event when they were doing Secret Wars 2. When they were doing Secret Wars, that also got pushed back. It had another issue added to it. That was, uh, why can't I think, Jonathan Hickman? who was at the helm of that one Mm -hmm. Um, because these are gigantic events and Marvel wants to make sure that they stick the landing. And frankly, for me, I'm glad that they at least pay attention to this. I know I've said it before. Sometimes comic book events do not stick the landing. They come in strong. They show me good ideas, promising potential and they just get crazy. Mm -hmm. And then it's over. As if to say, oh, wow, I forgot that I had a time limit on this, but it has to end now. So how far are you willing to wait, Octavius? Um, I will say that I'm willing to wait
0: until I'm not willing to wait anymore. (laughs) You know? Okay. So it's like, so for example, for civil war, you know, civil war is kind of like, man, where is it? Where is it? And you start to get frustrated and then they come back with a fire issue and you're like, yo, take your time. You know what I mean? Like, if you need the time, it's all good. Like, just keep making good stuff because I don't want you to, like, my mentality is I'd rather you do less better consistently.
1: Mm -hmm. I know you've said that before. That's,
0: That's me. You know, I want you to give me awesome stuff. I'd either, I'd, re- I'd rather you give me five awesome things than twenty-five mediocre things. That's right. You know, and I, and and if you find the time to reboot a little bit, then I'm willing to be gracious. But if you're, what was it, ten years for Nowhere Men? That
1: wasn't ten years, but it was two. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that is
0: that I'm not okay with. Yeah, I'll mess around and not read that anymore because, like, that's abusive. You know yeah, what I mean, that's an abusive
1: relationship. Well, okay. Well, it's funny that you bring that up because I was going to bring that up. Nowhere Men is the longest that I can. It, there might be other examples of a character who disappeared for a little while, but, uh, or a story that went away for a little while and then resurfaced. But Nowhere Men is a good example because I got the first arc, and I think it, that was, gosh. I think the first arc ended in 2014, maybe, or 2013, even. Mm -hmm. And then we didn't get more issues until 2016. So, yeah, we're we're talking a long time. And this was not an event, mind you. It was just supposed to be an ongoing series. I was able to put up with it only because I forgot. Hmm. I forgot. And I know that I really liked that that arc, the first arc of Nowhere Men was fantastic and I really enjoyed it a lot. And then it disappeared. And after a certain point of time, I just kind of forgot that it was out there in the first place until Whoa, huh? Nowhere Men is coming out with more issues. How about that? That's crazy. So I don't know that that seems like it stands outside of the norm for me. I, I get really impatient with certain things, but at the same time, so many comics come out and I pick up so many new stories that it's not like I'm, Wanting for for yeah, more stuff. Yeah, I mean,
0: I can't. If anything, I haven't read the majority of the stuff I'm picking up. You know, so like, yeah. There's 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 a there's a lot. I mean, I'm I'm pretty gracious. So if the story's good, I'll I'll hold out. Yeah. Um. And the beautiful thing is, there's so many other things that I'm enjoying that I'm not sitting just wanting, 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 wanting.
1: Yeah. You know. In it, fact, the opposite. I mean, I have books sitting in a stack. That are saying, please just get around to reading me. Yeah, and I'm you thinking, have a harem I'm, of books. I'm getting there, I'm getting there. I promise. There's only one of me. There's only one of me. There's only so much to go around, my friends. Right. I, 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 I do not kid you when I, I tell you this. When I first picked up Ultimate Spider-Man, in which Miles Morales was announced and revealed mm-hmm. and became the main character of Ultimate Spider-Man, back when I first met you. This was when I was beginning to pick up comics on Wednesdays. And prior prior to this time, I didn't really do it as a habit. I would pick up comics from time to time, but mostly just collected graphic novels, trade paperbacks, those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Generally speaking, years after those things were published, because someone told me, Yo, you gotta pick this up. So I I'm picking up Spider-Man. Right. New 52 is starting at the same time. Mm-hmm. I pick up a couple of those books. Yeah, I'm, real, I'm really digging it. I read those. I go back the following Wednesday, and I'm like, I'm ready. Where's Ultimate Spider-Man? What's the next one? And he's like, oh, dude, it comes out once a month. And I was like, okay, excuse me? That doesn't make any sense hmm. because I'm here for the next Ultimate Spider-Man. You see, one came out last week, and I liked it. And I want the, the like I want TV. the next one now. It's like TV, right? Yeah. And then, no, 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 no. It doesn't work you that way. You got it all wrong. And that's when I really discovered, and it was like insane that it took me so long to actually realize this is how the industry works. Mm-hmm. But uh, when I discovered that, I thought, I understand why this is happening. This gives me an opportunity to browse the selection and even from take the it publisher. In. And to take it in, absolutely. Process it, sure. But there's no mistake, right? I'm I'm making no mistake. They want me to have some more stories to pick up and fill in the gaps. Yes. And sometimes I pick up so many of them that I forget a few of the ones that I haven't read in a little while. Mm -hmm. That happens from time to time. Although there are sometimes when a book goes on break and it, it breaks my heart. And I think... Southern Bastards I haven't read Southern Bastards in so long is that still is that on break it's coming back yeah and it's on a break right now and every time Brian K. Vaughn and grace to Brian K. Vaughn and the team that he works with Brian K. Vaughn will write in the back of his issue hey we're gonna take a break I'm gonna be gone for a month or two or maybe longer Mm -hmm. and it makes me so sad but at least I have an expectation at least you know what's going on yeah so I don't know how long I'm willing to wait but it doesn't hurt to get that expectation out you know and at least, at very least, Marvel has offered a little bit of a timeline for how this is going to work out with Civil War II. And I know this this might actually turn out to be controversial, minority opinion, unpopular opinion, opinion alert. I like Civil War II a lot, and not that people many don't people like Civil War II. It, it's been getting dogged lately. People
0: didn't like this comic book right
1: here. Yo, Simba Sparks, check your Twitter timeline. I saw out of not paying him no mind. <laughs> I don't pay him no <laughs>
0: mind. He tries to talk half, half. He he talks like
1: multiple languages at once. I respect yeah. it. So I'm what I'm saying is I'm observing that it is not uh, unanimous up, uh, praise for the book. So I've been really digging it. I I want it to keep going. I'm enjoying it. I'm happy that it is getting an addendum and and more issues so they can. My hope is resolve the plot that they've built. Do it right. Do it right, or don't do it.
0: Yeah. Hmm. All right, so that's it for our um, talkback segment because mm-hmm. we talked up all of our time beforehand. That's right. So again, shoot us your questions. Hashtag AskCBJ on Twitter. Comment at Junto at Barefoot.com. Shoot us those questions, whatever you want to know. You want to know if you should date somebody, or if you should break up with them. That's always the anecdote. You want to know... what is some other interesting questions? If you should questions. buy a house or not. You want to know if you're being petty based off of argument. Oh, you want to know who's
1: right and who's wrong. You want to know what you need to feed this alligator because you bought it. Yeah, and you got it at your house. Exactly. What does it eat? You want to know what you should name your kidney. Yeah. If you need to know what you're going to name your kidney, hit me up because I need to figure that out as well.
0: No, but seriously, any kind of question you want to ask, we're open to whatever. Yeah. You know, and if you want, if you want your name uh, mentioned on the show, say that. That's okay. If you don't want your name mentioned on the show, Let say us that know. you want your name mentioned on the show. Mm-hmm. And if you don't want your app mentioned or whatever, if you want to be anonymous, you can do that. But just hit us with the questions and we'll continue to uh,
1: talk back to you guys from here. Here's a talk back question for you. Who? You. Octavius. I? I got a new ball cap. I got, I got a hat. What do you think? Is it cool? Do I look good in a hat? No, you do not look good in a hat. All right. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your, your, your five stars. Is that one star, actually? I guess you just gave me one star. I gave you honesty.
0: So it all depends on...
1: Did you, I gave
0: you five stars worth of honesty.
1: You look better without the hat. All right, man. Thank you for the one star. And that was not a positive comment. So I appreciate it you. It's a truthful comment. Thank you for your time. See, it's
0: all about how you look at it. It's the honesty. See, yeah. You know?
1: Did uh-huh. you want me to lie to you? Uh, no. But let me just slip you some money right now. Now, what do you think? Still didn't like it. Oh, my
0: God. I can't be bought. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So now it's time to get into our books of the week. Yes. Trying to go into the brown bag. We were here, full disclosure, here's what happened. So yesterday, we were here to record. Uh, yesterday being Wednesday the 20, 21st, brown bag day. huh. We are here recording now on Thursday the 22nd. Mm-hmm. Um, not brown bag day. Brown bag day... Uh. What is it? Post Brown Bag post, Day. Post. Post.
1: Yeah. Bag Day. Post Bag Day.
0: Yeah, and it's got to be a better name. Than that. <laughs> we were going to record yesterday, but the internet went down. That is correct. So what we did, <laughs> by God's grace, come on somebody uh, all over the internet, better th- ought to thank God that we didn't have to record a whole episode and then have to do it twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you won't praise Him, I will uh, because I'm thankful. Everybody in Indy Hall can probably hear me saying this, but I don't care because I'm telling you because it's true.
1: Mm-hmm. Adam, you have anything to say about that? I agree. I want to say I, I match your enthusiasm. I I'm with that. you. Yeah, and I, you're right. I didn't want to do another episode twice because the last time we did that, I think a lot of my brains spilled out of my head. When we were doing that that second time, yeah. that was a lot of fun. I had a good time. It was better the second time. But I left a lot of gray matter in this room. Mm-hmm. I'll never get it back. Can't, yeah. scoop, that, can't scoop that back up. Yeah. Uh. Uh-uh. So I took
0: my comic, home, comic books home and I left some of them at home. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm going to be borrowing Adams to do Books of the Week. Uh-huh. But um, I'll let you start off.
1: All right. So I'm looking at my pool list right now. I'm going to take it alphabetical. I got Batman number seven. Very excited about a new arc for Batman. I picked up Black Hammer, number three. Are you reading Black Hammer? No. I like Black Hammer a lot. I'm I'm excited for that one. Civil War II, issue five. That is one of our books of the week today. Power Man and Iron Fist eight. another one of our books of the week. And finally, a new issue of Vision. Vision 11. So excited. Tom King. I picked up two Tom King books. Hmm. He's the man. I
0: also got Batman number, what is it? Uh, It's number seven. I also got Power Man Iron Fist number, what is it? That is uh, number eight. Uh, It's eight? Power Man Iron Fist
1: eight. Really? Yeah. Man, we're moving. Yeah.
0: We're eight months into doing Power Man and Iron Fist. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's something to be celebrating. I can't, I don't know. You know, clap it up. Make some
1: noise for that. I can't be, uh, It can't, let me go, there we go. I can't be eight months though. They've been shipping quick. Because there's no way it's been eight months. All right. Well, even still we, shout out to you. Still guys you're doing well. The first trade paperback just came out. If you have not been picking up Power Man and Iron Fist, now yeah, you ought to it is collected for your ease, for your convenience. Uh highly recommend picking that up. Also
0: got Civil War two number five. Yes, sir. Gambit versus uh I mean Deadpool versus Gambit number
1: five. I, I like, like the we, artwork on those. Yeah. It's really good. This this is a Dead Fist on the cover. Dead Fist. Wow, that is that's is a Deadpool, it's Iron a, Fist, it's, it's Iron Fist dressed up as Dead Combo. I, I like that a lot. Nightwing number five. I like that. I like that.
0: Yeah. And uh, Punisher number five and Seven to Eternity. Oh yeah, the new Rick Rick Remender joint. Yeah, uh, this is from one. Image. Yeah, new Image book.
1: Uh So that's what I got. Hey, you know, I want to address something really quickly um, because that is an image book. Image is creator-owned. It is not one of the big two. Marvel and DC are the big two. We get a couple couple of people will mention this to us from time to time. They say they want us to explore comics that are not from the big two outside of those big two companies. Well, I got an
0: answer for that. Um,
1: uh, Your answer might be a little different from mine. but You, You go first. Okay, mine is I'm with you on that. I'm interested. Don't say that. I'm interested. <laughs> you don't say. You don't say. I just pulled <laughs> a little. You thought I, I was? Oh, I pulled a little Ulysses, right? Got you. And, and uh, I, I I I saw into the future, mm-hmm. and that's what I expected to happen. But I am listeners. I'm I'm with you on that. That's something that I'm interested in doing right now. With CBJ, Ak and I are having conversations that we were going to have anyway. And these are the books that we're reading right now. Mm-hmm. And when there's a book that catches my eye. Then I'm going to pick it up and I'm going to submit it for approval from the Midnight Society. That Nickelodeon, Are You Afraid of the Dark? You remember that? I know. Are You Afraid of the Dark? I don't remember the Midnight Society. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, they tell a story and they say, submitted for the approval by the Midnight Society. Okay. And then they tell a story. It, okay. I remember that now. So I'm going to get... If I see a book that I really want us to talk about for the book of the week that I'm going to submit for the approval from the midnight society or the the midnight marauders. And that's how that's going to go. If there is a book that you think I should be picking up that Octavius and I should be talking about, let us know what you're reading and why you think we should be picking that up. Cause yo, these are the books we're picking up in our pool list. We want to talk about the ones that we're picking up no matter what, but expand our horizon. We can't catch everything. catch them all I'm trying to catch them all but it's hard mm-hmm. and if there's something that you want us to talk about maybe 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 we'll get around to it I'm telling you I want to but there's only so much time there's only so much time
0: now here's what I have to say try me I would love to talk about more stuff yeah we only have so much time uh-huh and the truth of the matter is we don't get paid to do this yet you know we're we so, for this paper <laughs> we we're, we're not in a place where we can commit um, hours and, hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours of time to recording and filming and yada yada yada. We're trying to expand what we're doing now. That's right. You see how long it's taking me to get new merch up, and merch is my thing, you know. So we hear you when we when you say that you want us to expand to some new stuff. We definitely want to do that. So we are not, you know, like in any kind of argument or disagreement. We no. are not ignoring, and we are not daily dallying. We, we we want we want you to do it. We yeah. want to do it.
1: But like I said, do less better consistently. And we're also thinking about different opportunities for us to find ways to spend more time on, on CBJ and do more things with these conversations, with this show, with you, our friends, our peers, our community, and uh, keep your eyes and ears open for that. Right. But for right now, our Jones today are going to be Civil War 5 and Power Man and Iron Fist 8. Because yeah. I happen to think that those are very well suited for the conversation we had at the beginning of this show. Agreed. Yeah. So that's where we're at. Right. You want to start us off? I do. In fact, I think we can start with civil war two, five, the the way this is numbered is so hard to say Two number five, number five, civil war two, number five. Um, okay. Straight from the top. This book is coming to us from Brian Michael Bendis and David Marquez. um, And there are a couple of things that I want to say just to to get this rolling. This book is so action-packed. Even when not a lot happens, a lot is happening. And this issue of the book, Mm -hmm. this tends to happen in an event from time to time. An issue comes out where it's just the fight. This is the fight, right? And this is the one in which we have Carol Danvers and her crew and the Guardians of the Galaxy and then the Inhumans versus Tony Stark and his crew. Yes, and they're beating the hell out of each other and somehow managing to have some kind of discourse.
0: Yeah, they, they, <laughs> they, have great endur- they have great wind. Let me tell you what. They can punch, get hit, get slammed, and still have full-fledged conversation.
1: I was riding my bike uh, here this morning, and I was listening to Frank Ocean. I got one ear pod in, and the other one's available so I can like listen for cars right. and traffic. And so right. I'm, I'm trying to be 50% responsible. And I can't even lip sync the words to a song while I'm riding my bike without being hopelessly out of breath, let alone trying to process ideas while I'm getting punched in the face by Blue Marvel. Like, no yeah, no. yeah, and be witty. No quips. No quips coming out of me, man. It's just no tears. No quips, only thwips. No quips, just thwips. Uh, and I'd be thwipping my ass out of there because I, I can't deal with it. Um, but yeah, the, the second page of this book is a splash page and it is defining everything that's happening for us. It's the teams.
0: Yeah, basically kaboom. Kaboom is the answer.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and uh, in this one, there, it, it seems like Tony Stark and Carol Danvers are attempting to blame either Each or. Each other, yeah. yeah. So like, this this is your fault that It's elevated to this place. Yeah. Nah, it's you. It's very
0: interesting how when you have a beef with somebody, you and your, in your mind genuinely feel like you're right and you've done nothing wrong. Yeah. And the other person is wrong and they've done nothing right. Yeah. We've talked about before in the past, how we're all bad guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we all have something we need to repent, apologize, ask, ask for forgiveness for and we need grace for. But when you're in the heat of battle, man, that's not, that's not the best time to be able to have this conversation.
1: Yeah. You know? And one of the things that I like that this book does is it investigates the motives of some of the supporting characters. Mm -hmm. So we see that the guardians of the galaxy, Peter Quill, Rocket Raccoon, Drax, um, Gamora, everyone... In the Guardians, they're supporting Carol Danvers. Mm-hmm. And why is that? It's because Carol's been f- flying around out in space for a long time. She's been rolling with the Guardians yeah. lately. But not that long ago, Tony Stark was rolling with the Guardians. Right. Right. Brian Michael Bendis was writing the Guardians and brought them back, and Stark had this armor called the Phoenix Force armor, mm-hmm. and he's he's zipping around. He hooked up with Gamora at the time. He had a whole thing going with them. Like yeah. There was a lot of stuff going down where they have an alliance, but it's less recent. And it gets to a page where Tony Stark says, Peter Quill, man, what, what are, are you, you doing, doing here? here? I, I thought we, you and I were friends. I thought we were close. And Quill says... Uh, Hey, look, Carol Danvers told us that she needed help, so we're helping her. Yeah. And he's like, what does she tell you? And they never really get an opportunity. But it seems like... The implication here is, I don't think you have all the answers, my dude. Mm-hmm. However, this is being said. You
0: ain't got the you. answers.
1: And I think that's interesting because it makes me think I mean, you have these giant teams and they're divided by the middle. Yeah. You're either against Tony or you're with him. You're either and, against and, Carol or you're with
0: her. And things are not that black and white. No. Things are not that short and sweet. No. And there's a lot of very small things that are happening, a lot of small moments that are going on um, that I think Brian Michael Bendis <laughs> is doing a great job of bring into life
1: what do you think about that moment between luke cage and blue marvel well that's one of the
0: ones i was going to talk about so yeah the first one i was going to get to is where um medusa says the karnak hopefully cooler heads will prevail whoops <laughs> you know and let's uh, late for that medusa yeah but i thought that but like uh, the point i was making earlier about how like look when everybody's going ham sandwich this is not the time for us to have a conversation. No, You know what I mean? We got to try to get to a place where we're, we're seeking peace. And I think that these guys have been on 10 from jump street. They never really Carol and Tony never really hurt each other. Even if you go back to older issues, like where Tony's like, wait, you hope I'm right. Yeah. And she goes, absolutely. But you think I'm wrong. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that was one of the first times that they heard each other.
1: That was in Spider-Man, the most recent Spider-Man issue, yeah. Spider-Man 8. But yeah. that was one of the first times I heard them actually
0: communicate back and forth. That's right. Because my wife and I have done this. And then it's kind of like X amount of time later, you're like, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And the other person's like, why you ain't just said that? Well, I've been saying that for an hour.
1: It, like, one of It's really odd to say this, but one of my favorite moments in this issue is near the end, and it's Iron Man saying, hold on, because something is happening yeah, around yeah, yeah, all yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah. And Iron Man has the presence of mind, the wherewithal to say, hold on, whatever is happening right now, all of us need to observe this. He says he's pulling that, that thing. When you were a little kid in a car drive through your kickball game car, mm. you know, like, Hey, let me just warn everybody, regardless of my competition, regardless of if I'm going to like, I'm going to swing my foot into that dodgeball and it's going to fly into the moon. Hold up. Cars coming. Everybody spread. And I like that moment because it shows me that still, even in the heat of this battle, the literal fist fight that he is having against Captain Marvel, Tony Stark is able to say, whoa, 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 whoa. New information incoming. Hold up. Yeah. And she doesn't. She wails on him. Well, you just jumped to the end of the book. I just wanted to say, like, (laughs) that presence is notable to me. Yeah. And we we will get to that. But, again, I I would love to know your thoughts, feelings on the engagement between uh, a character that I'm not very familiar with and Luke Cage, Blue Marvel and Luke Cage.
0: I know more about Luke Cage than I know about Blue Marvel. Sure, sure. Um, But here's the moment. says, this is Luke Cage talking. Come on, Blue Marvel. You're on the wrong side of the street on this one. Blue Marvel grab punch after punching him in the face from jumping from like what seems outer space <laughs> to punch him, in <laughs> yeah. him. Punch him. Uh he grabs Luke Cage by the face and goes, "Does the fact that I hold a PhD in theoretical physics and a master's degree in electrical engineering from Cornell give you any pause to consider that maybe you Cage are on the wrong side of this?" Cage goes, "Not really. You know why?" And then after Blue Marvel gets zapped in the face, he goes,
1: because you fell for that. And Nova came in to give the the, the assist.
0: And it's very interesting because I can relate to what's happening here. What this, do you mean, what's happening here? This moment, the way I read it, yeah. was two black men yeah. looking at each other and holding...
1: Cultural status above one another. The one of them is trying to hold a card and say, Yeah, I'm educated.
0: Yeah. So it's like, so, you know, Luke is going, Yo, bro, I mean, you off on this one. And he goes, I went to Cornell. And yes. then it's like, that's supposed to be, I, I am, and I've seen that in black communities. Before. As if what? like,
1: As if as Blue if Marvel I'm, thinks- I'm
0: right because I'm educated. Yeah,
1: as if Blue Marvel expects Luke Cage to be like, oh, yeah, like, you're right. Like, I'm superior right.
0: to you. I'm smarter than you. I'm educated. I went, I did, I experienced, I lived through, and you, you're, you're. he, he didn't say this, but I'm just saying, coming from, like, as I'm reading into, because I am reading into it, sure. it's like, you're a black thug.
1: Yeah. You're a thug. And we've seen in Power Man and Iron Fist in a previous issue... We saw issue, Rody
0: do the same kind of yeah, thing.
1: Yeah, Rody did the same thing to Luke Cage. Like, you're, you're, like People you're, are trying to pin on him that he's just a street brawler. You're a brute. Yeah.
0: No, no, no. Not you're a street brawler. You're a thug. Yeah. Like, thug is almost like... The, another way of saying inward, without saying inward.
1: Sure, you know what I mean. It's like, like dumb, violent, not cultured, that kind yeah. of thing. So
0: you know, Blue Marvel pulls out all of his education, and I love the fact that Luke Cage goes, "Not really." Yeah. Because you're dumb enough to fall for that. Yeah. And I've seen a lot that happen a lot of times where you know black people who get out of the urban context, get out of the hood, move to the suburbs. You know. They sometimes, and I'm not saying that this is what Blue Marvel's is doing, and I don't know if this is it, but I'm relating again to life, you know, philosophizing, of course. if you will. yeah. It's like, I could see someone doing that. And like, you know, you using your street smarts and you using, you know, your self-awareness and your experience and your wisdom going, yo, my man, you off on this. And mm-hmm. he's like, I got straight A's. Like, ain't nobody asking about your A's right now?
1: Mm-hmm yeah
0: like what's that got to, what's what's that got to do with, like the fact that Blue Marvel brought that up it's almost like bro what are you talking about yeah matter of fact Nova hit this dude you know yeah, what I'm saying yeah, yeah. like and the fact that you fell for that goes to show you're bringing your, your expertise and knowledge at least what you're accessing and bringing to the table that's probably not what's most pertinent right
1: now. There is a tension in that as I'm reading it, and I'm I'm looking at that engagement. I mean, Blue Marvel is holding Luke Cage's face, and he's shouting that. Yeah, I'm I'm smart. I got straight A's. That that right. Yeah. And there is a tension for me as I'm reading that, and I'm just thinking, ooh. Ugh. What's the tension? That tension is. Brian Michael Bendis is a white man writing an angry dialogue between two black men. Why does that, bo- what is, Why does that, that? bother me? Because I don't know if it's an, an accurate representation of things people would actually say. Okay. And in the similar way, the reason that I say that, and I have to emphasize the words here, three very special words, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. And the reason I say that is because when I see when I when I suddenly exit the story and I see the writer writing the words, I wonder what was the motivation here and does that does that set? Why is that a question? Why is that a question? Yeah. Because wh- what's important to me is when someone is writing something that they're not, a character that they are not, that they do justice to the authenticity, the nature of the character sure and because i don't know blue marvel and i'm not familiar with that character i can't say yeah that is something blue marvel would say mhm right is it's, it blue marvel's blue marvelness or is it or is it these two characters blackness that's being questioned it's both because i don't have a merit that i can rely on for blue marvel for me to say yes that's in character mm-hmm. that's authentic to the character it's me meeting a character which i probably should have known by now because he's been in events and around in the marvel universe for a long time, since 2008. Um, but it's me not knowing, and I have this point of tension that, A, I think is, it's registered with you. You see that somebody is trying to pull that, right? Mm-hmm. It's somebody saying, I'm a more educated black man, and you're not mm-hmm. an educated black man. And B, me saying, I have absolutely no perception of how real this scenario is, so I, I don't know what to do with it. Mm. So you're saying, I don't know what to do with it. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. But I found that interesting because I'm like I stumbled over it. I'm like, oh, oh, whoa, whoa. Hey, look at that. Yeah. Yeah. Was there something in it that triggered
0: that that bounced off of you or triggered in you that goes, is that accurate? Like
1: what inside of you? Well, it basically boils down to this is me knowing that I'd be able to get into this room with you and say, Is that accurate? Mm. And then everything's resolved for me. Like that's how that's how it works for me. But up until that point, Mm. I didn't know. Yeah, I wasn't sure how I felt because I think there were perceptions being presented that I was unfamiliar with. You know what I mean?
0: Well, I think I I think the thing is, it's okay for you to have an opinion. Yeah, I think it's okay for you to have a perspective. It's okay for you to have a thought on, like you and I yesterday instead of recording had a long conversation about lgbtq
1: that's right and i am
0: not lgbtq
1: not and neither am i and
0: i don't feel like i'm wrong for going hey i did some googling and here's what i came up with
1: yeah yeah no the pursuit of uh, the pursuit of education we talked about education and how people fear education and the words that we use and how important language is and that's a really important thing but the important Aspect the umbrella here is that you and I had a conversation about it Mm -hmm. and the reason that that I I bring this up at all is because prior to having a conversation about that interaction I didn't know how to feel about it Yeah, and I got to think and the research that I can do is talk to a friend of mine who is a person of color and say what's that like what is that yeah you know yeah so here we are. And it's like, here's the thing, for better or for worse, honest to God, Octavius. I'm like, well, I trust Octavius. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I
0: feel you. I feel you. I just I just think that it's important to be able to have it both ways. Uh-huh. I I because I know for me, I wouldn't want my my thoughts, my opinions, my perspective. On a topic mm-hmm. to somehow be automatically invalidated because you are not a part of that. Of course. I think it's humility yeah. that allows you to have a conversation on a topic that you about a people group that you might not necessarily be a part of. Yeah, of course. Approaching it with humility and communicating like you're saying, look, I don't know. But here's what I got. Mm-hmm. But what I what, what I w- what I don't want to happen and what bothers me when I see this is that I hear people go, "Well, I'm a man, so I can't speak on women's issues." That is not true. Yeah. That is not correct and that's almost a cop out. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's almost inappropriate because as the privilege of being a man, you should probably you should if anything, you need to speak on it if you have something to say.
1: Because silence is a message in and of itself.
0: Right. So, I don't want to I don't want to
1: advocate well,
0: so, like, for example, if you, between you and I, and, of course, the millions and millions of people who are listening to our episode, mm-hmm. <laughs> but if you saw something between Luke Cage and, and Blue Marvel and you were like, I don't know, I don't want you to be like, well, I'm white, so I'm not allowed to say that. Yeah. That's nonsense. If if it seems wrong to you, in humility, mm-hmm. if you're able to go, hey, man, I got to be honest with you. I don't know Why? But something didn't seem right to me. Yeah, it seemed like this, but I don't know if it's that. Am I off? Mm-hmm. But but it, but I don't want you to go. Oh, I'm I'm not allowed to have an opinion because I'll be a racist. Mm-hmm. Like that's yeah. Or right. I'm not allowed to have an opinion because I'll be a sexist. I'm not allowed to have an opinion
1: because I'll be a homophobe. That right.
0: is that is not. I'm not allowed to be a, have an opinion because I am, you know, Islamophobic. That, that's, that's not true.
1: Like the idea you know? of, of, of fear of judgment being something that constrains you to only being that thing. And then you censoring yourself because you're afraid of the way that you'll be perceived. Because you
0: got something to bring to the table. Yeah. Because if you see something in this book and you're like, I don't know. I don't get to learn. Yeah, because you're not saying it for fear that as I, valid as, com- on, as completely or someone valid. on Twitter is going to go, yo that that Teteris is you know a racist. How are you going? He's he's white. How are you going to tell me how black people da 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 da? Yeah, you know, because uh-huh. I think that your perspective is valuable to me as well. Yeah, and I think that you know my perspective should be valuable to you, of course. So if I'm speaking, and, and also the other thing is the the statement that you can punch up, but you can't punch down. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. I think that that's, I get that, but sometimes that can be taken a little too far mm-hmm. to the point where white guilt starts to become, I can't say anything mm-hmm. for fear that I'm going to be demolished. And even me standing my ground is misconstrued as punching down. Right, right. And you have the right and you ought to stand your ground because right. sometimes it's appropriate is to say, does this is not I'm gonna tell you what this is and this is not about yeah this is not about being anti X Y and Z Mm -hmm. this is about me telling the truth Mm -hmm. about what I believe speaking the truth in love in Mm -hmm. humility and being able to go you know what I'm not sure but this is where I stand I'm not gonna lie to you and say I think something I don't just to make everybody happy
1: Mm -hmm. you know yeah
0: and that's, that's that's important to me
1: yeah no, absolutely. And I'm mean, like, I have thoughts and opinions and feelings and reactions, right? And I'm not I'm not prepared to say that those things don't exist. I would never do that. Mm-hmm. But my my methodology is I need more information. In the same way that if someone said, Hey Adam, can you do me a favor? You stand up and speak on uh, the, the history of you know the the presidents of the United States, I feel like I'd be like, gonna need more information. Yeah. I don't I'm not qualified. Yeah. Here I am. I'm not qualified. I will pursue that. Let me get at you when I got some research under my belt. Mm-hmm. But, you know, how I do that is however I do that. I might have an opinion. I'd be like, here's, here's what I know. Lincoln was a good guy. <laughs> I'm just saying that. That's all I got. That's all I got. And I don't want to ruffle any feathers, but I'm saying I think he was a good man. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's like, it, it, it's not me trying to censor myself or my opinions. It's me saying, unclear. Need more information? Sure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that goes for everybody else listening out there as well. There is that fine line between um, being a rude jerk yeah. and telling the truth. And I think that 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 fine line is humility. It's transparency. It's uh, it's honesty. And going, you know what? Being not, not being afraid to say I don't know and using I think mm-hmm. I you know my perspective is. So yeah. Anyway, another cool moment here was Venom yeah. talking to Spider-Man Miles Morales.
1: Yeah, Flash Thompson, who you know? is the, the space knight Venom right now. got a new suit, and he's he's identifying that Miles Morales is not the Spider-Man he knows. Mm-hmm. And it seems like Ven- Venom's been off Earth for a little while, and he comes back and hears this kid, and he's saying, how are you wearing this suit? What What is he's this? Like your voice, you're not him... You know what I
0: mean? There's no way you're it, very interesting wordage. There is no way you're the Spider-Man I know. Yeah, I don't think that's by mistake. Yeah, I think Bendis might be going. That sound like somebody out there. That maybe is that a thought you're having in your head? You know, maybe you've thought that there's no what my Spider-Man. Yeah, that's is interesting. Not black. My Spider-Man's not multiracial. Yeah. No, your voice—the is the Spider-Man I know, right? Like, is this this conversation is very much about Venom, right? And Venom is furious. Venom is angry because you're not what I know. Yeah, right. And Miles is like, uh, well, don't take it personally, but I don't really like you either. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like Miles is like, I don't even know you like that. You know, he, he that, gave, that's he the gave way a I shock. took it. Yeah, that's why I took it. I was like, oh hey, I don't even, I don't even know
1: you. Like. Yeah. Oh I it's, know. Well, that's what's interesting. I mentioned the motives of the supporting cast, right? Venom and, and Miles don't even know each other at all. Yeah, and here they are beating on each other, and Venom saying, "I don't even know who you are. You're not my Spider-Man." And Miles saying, "Like, well, yeah, same to you. Like, I, I'm, what do you want from me?" But like, here you have these characters. Both of them are heroes. Mm-hmm. They're both in the hero cast mm-hmm. in the Marvel Universe, and they don't even know each other, and they're smacking on each other. Beautiful moment. Yeah. Another
0: Spider-Man expert telling me how it should be.
1: Uh-huh. That's that is your direct feedback to trolls and angry fans mm-hmm. on the internet.
0: And he goes, That was my venom bat venom blast expert. Yeah. And then you see, you know, venom ah, like screaming and yelling. He goes, Bye-bye. Like yeah. I thought that was awesome going. My way, my way, da, da 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 da. And he's like, "Yeah, well, how about some of this new stuff for you? Mm-hmm. You know, Mister mm-hmm. Spider-Man expert. You are gonna tell me how it's supposed to be? Yeah. We'll deal with this." And I thought it was dope that in his newness, in his diversity, in him being different, he overcame the per- he overcame his his opponent yeah. because his opponent didn't know who he was dealing with. Yeah, you know, and he good was point. bringing
1: something new to the table. Good point. Good point. Yeah. And I
0: thought that was a. I mean, Brian Michael Ben, for me when I'm reading this book, it's good. Very.
1: I, mean, I enjoy. And it when early. he's
0: writing Miles Morales, I'm not going. You're not black.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you don't mess this up. You better n- like yo. He's good. Yeah. Brian Michael Bendis is writing a good book. Yeah. And maybe we like it because we're philosophizing about it. Mm-hmm. You know, is that a word? Am I making this
1: up? I'm taking. It. I don't discriminate. So you can say whatever you <laughs> want to.
0: Yeah, but um, I really like it. Yeah. I like Spider-Man, Miles Morales. See? I like it. I like
1: Civil War. I'm I'm enjoying this. Is he writing She-Hulk? I don't know no 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 in fact he's not he's not reading uh, She-Hulk which by the way is named Hulk pardon me uh, excuse me she's uh, Jennifer Walters which is getting a new comic cool. dropping, dropping the She yeah because you know uh, 3, 2, one, it's your fault Hulk is dead Bruce Banner is dead so Jennifer Walters cuz is going to assume the mantle so it is it feels like about time mm-hmm. yeah yeah so she's she's just Hulk
0: And, you know, we have that, uh, you know, Peter Quill and Iron Man moment. And then the Inhumans roll up. And then we see your man Ulysses. Mm -hmm. And Ulysses can see all into the future as usual. Yeah, but he don't know nothing about what Nighthawk
1: is dealing with. Yeah, well, he, the the page in which we ser- first see Ulysses witnessing the destruction that has been caused by his prophecies by his power, I do I feel for Ulysses in a way because Ulysses isn't even being given a lot of information. By the Inhumans. He's being trained by the Inhumans, but he's not necessarily, it doesn't seem like he's getting the whole deal.
0: It's, Karnak said, hey, you stay here, or uh, either Karnak, Your powers aren't going to help us. Yeah, they, you, they, you're, you just stay out of this.
1: Yeah. And here's, he. he's witnessing the consequences of the things that he sees. And it tears him up. He's like, oh, starts tearing yo, up. yo, like moments ago, days ago, before I became an Inhuman, before the Terrigen mist transformed me and gave me this gift or this burden, what have you, these were the heroes that I looked up to. What's going down? I'm responsible? I don't even know what's going on. Hmm. That's a, that was an interesting moment, watching him witness that. And something starts going on with him and he started projecting something toward them.
0: Well, yeah, he starts tearing up. Yeah. And he says, "What is happening?" Which lets us know he doesn't know what's happening, and neither do we. That's right. And he starts having these weird glowing lines come out of his body, yeah. out of his hand, actually. So humans show up. Karnak flo- he lands on the scene, um, rolls up on Iron Man, and um, you know Black Panther runs up on him and puts him in the, the you know the figure four. Yeah, not the figure four, the cross face or something like that. And then you know Carol. <sighs>
1: I don't like Carol. I want to see this get fleshed out because I do like Carol and in this event I'm feeling some ways. I don't like Carol her. in this. Yeah. Agree. I'm Carol getting on you. my
0: nerves. I'm with
1: you. I'm with you. Because what what ends up happening is Carol and Tony are beating on each other. Meanwhile, Ulysses, something crazy is going on where he's projecting light out of his fingertips and is wrapping around people and and constraining people. And everyone has this vision. Everyone has that that experience, just like they had when they saw the Hulk killing everybody. And they realize, oh, wow, we got to go talk to Bruce Banner. Just like that experience they've all had before. And what do they see in this vision? They see Spider-Man,
0: Miles Morales, who has impaled. Spoilers. Did we say spoilers? 321, sorry. Hey, spoilers. Hey, this, Joe. This is hey, our Joe? this is our book of the week portion. We're
1: going <laughs> to we need you. We're going to
0: need you. We're going to spoil all the comics. You track that back. Uh yeah, but anyway, um so we see a broken uh not the not the vibrant. I don't know what the shield's made out of, but Captain America's got America's got a new new shield now. Yeah. Um so that's all broken up. Looks like they're in the front of the Capitol. It is a, it is Capitol. a Capitol building, yeah. Um, and we see Spider-Man holding an impaled
1: Steve Rogers Captain America uh, in bloody hands. It's so looking like Steve Rogers is D.E.D. dead. And this looks familiar and new and terrifying in a number of ways. Remember the outcome of Civil War I. Steve Rogers turns himself in. He is an enemy of the state. And he is murdered, shot dead on the stairs to the Capitol building, to a Capitol building. And I'm, I'm, from, I'm reminded, like, that scene, that iconic scene when Rogers is dropped, bloodied on the stairs on his way up. And here we are in a similar scenario, except he's impaled in roughly the same spot where he was shot and killed by crossbones. Back in, I think, 2006 or 2007, this happened. And, yo, this takes everybody... By surprise. Like
0: everybody, I mean, in Ulysses, we see Ulysses' eyes, and then we just see everybody, because they're all experiencing this together. Just a vision of it.
1: They experience it as it's
0: visceral. And everyone and tangible. is just like snapped and frozen, just staring, like, oh my gosh. Miles included. And Miles just drops to, to the ground, and is like, no. And yeah. Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel runs up to him and is like, yo, this is not going to happen. Yeah. And Miles takes his mask off and goes, how do you know? And he's sobbing. I mean, tears streaking down his face. And She says, I just do. Yeah. Looks at Carol. Carol puts her hand on her shoulder, moves right away. Kid, I'm sorry, but you're under arrest. I wanted through to throw this chair
1: across the room. Yeah. Not cool. Nah. I am upset. And I, I think this is very intentional. Tony Stark used the word profiling in previous issues. That's what's taking place here is someone has this idea of what's going to happen, but it has not happened. And they're going to cast judgment and commit action based on something that has not occurred. And here we have a white woman in a position of authority. And she's looking at this black boy and saying, you're under arrest for the thing you haven't done.
0: And it's so that burns. wild. That burns. What just happened? A white woman just killed a dude with his hands up. Yeah. Like, that parallel is there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's
0: scary stuff. Want to know what happens next? That's yes. scary
1: stuff. Yes. Yeah, I do want to know.
0: I want to know how... Let's get to issue
1: six, seven, eight, and nine. Quick. I'm, I'm worried because I genuinely like Carol Danvers, and I feel like she's been... A really great, vilified. I've, yeah, and I've. I've prior I don't know to what this, they're gonna
0: do, like, because you're making like I belie- I have to believe there's got to be some sort of like, v- like, like moment, some sort of turning point, some sort of like moment of clarity, something where she, because they are basically on the verge of making her a villain,
1: yeah forever. And maybe they have plans for her. And maybe something that we need to see illustrated in comics is people who have committed injustices, people who have been, uh, let me just use the word, racist or profiled people or used stereotypes, people who track that back, people who realize that all of that was not good. Where do you go from that? How do you redeem yourself? Yeah. What do you have to do to serve justice to yourself and the people that you've oppressed? Maybe we have to see that in comics in order to get carol danvers back because i'm surprised doc like captain marvel and the carol core are a positive influence on a lot of people and it's not going it's not flying past me that it's a positive influence on women and young girls and not just women and young girls but you know in particular who are looking at comics for people like themselves for heroes you know that look like them uh, girls being heroes—you got to be able to celebrate that, and I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm so happy that people can celebrate that, and it makes me feel so odd. And you know what's important? That she's now an antagonist. You know what's important? What's this? We need to
0: see women who make good decisions. Yeah. Women who make bad decisions. Yeah. We I mean, all of it. And, and the reason why that's important is because we have to show that humanity is a part of heroism. That's a, hey. That is a very, very good point. You know, like, you're not going to get it right all the time. A lot of times, young lady, a lot of times, person of color, a lot of times, black man, you're going to do the wrong thing. So how are you still a hero in doing it wrong? You know how? You get it wrong the right way. How do you recover? You get it wrong the right way. You own up to it. You learn from it. You win some, you learn some, you know? Like you're not sometimes you're gonna sometimes black man, black woman, woman, Latino, LGBTQ, whatever, you're gonna find yourself where you thought you were on the right. Like now Carol Danvers isn't just out here supervillaining it. No, no, you know no. I mean, no. she honestly believes what she's doing is right. That's right. But I know I disagree. And at the same time, you're gonna find scenarios where being a hero is not gonna be be just make the the easy right choice. Sometimes yeah. doing the right thing is going to look like doing the wrong to somebody else. Yeah. You know, like when you're at war, you're the good guy, but you're the bad guy to the person you're for at war the, against, For your enemy. Yeah, you know? Of yeah. So you're always going to be the bad guy to somebody. Yeah. So I, you know what I mean? Like Carol feels like, look, I can't, she's being a good guy for Cap. She's being a hero. She's protecting Cap. Yeah. In her mind. But at the same time, I'm like, you're wilding. You can't do that. You're overstepping your bounds.
1: Yeah. That's my opinion. I think good storytelling uh, sometimes, most times, if not always, is displaying someone who has flaws and faults, right? Someone who makes mistakes, somebody who is nuanced and has certain angles that are imperfect and interesting and remind us of ourselves and people that we know. So sometimes good storytelling Shows us something that we don't want to see and shows us people doing thing, doing things that we don't think should be happening. Like to use the, I think an overused phrase, not politically correct, right? It's showing us something that is realistic. It's showing us people making mistakes, good people making mistakes, bad people making mistakes and everything in between. Yeah. And I'm very interested in seeing where this goes. This is number five. We are about halfway through. Yeah. Yeah. Seems like we've been doing this for a while. Yes, sir. All right,
0: on to Power Man and Iron Fist, number number eight. Number eight. Yeah. All right, this so, one
1: is. Uh, well, so let's let's say it. We're going to spoil this book. Yes, we're going to spoil this book. We're going to talk about the the content of this issue in depth. So if you have not re- read this book, please go pick it up and read it. If you want to stick with us, otherwise. Three, two, one. It is your fault because we're about to spoil it. You're bad. Uh Uh-huh. This is coming to us from David Walker. He is the man behind the script. And uh, we have two people doing the artwork on this issue. Very interesting. Sanford Green and Flaviano. It's flipping back and forth, the illustration. It seems like Sanford Green might have taken the Power Man stuff. Or, I'm sorry, the Iron Fist pages. And Flaviano, perhaps he had taken the Power Man stuff, the Luke Cage.
0: So this starts out by like a, kind of like a recap of Seagate, Seagate prison, which is where, um, power man, Luke Cage was behind bars mm-hmm. and Kunlun, which is where, um, Danny ran Iron Fist, um, was in a sense in prison as well with his demons. Like and they're
1: they, both talking about solitude, their experience with solitude, their experience with facing their demons. Um, Luke Cage says, in no short terms, I'm not going back to prison. I ain't going. I'm, I left, not going back. Period. I made that a goal of my life, a tenant of the way I will live, not, not returning. Meanwhile, we got Danny Rand who says, when I was training in Kunlun. I kept going. I kept going back to this cave where I was facing my demons, and I only had to go one time but i needed to train myself to be able to face them get comfortable with them be stronger than them so if i need to make a sacrifice to my comfort it's is worth it and that kind of sets the stage for uh Luke Cage saying Danny Rand sweet christmas why are you in prison you do yeah. not need to be doing this yeah yeah
0: yeah and Danny has a really good reason for doing it he's like look the people that we were hired to you know protect they're all here. People we were hired to find and look out for, they're all here. And they're all here against their will. Yeah. And he being a white, rich man, Luke's like, look, stop trying to be high and mighty. Get out of there. Let's roll. You, you have money. I mean?
1: You got privilege. We can bail you, you can out. out.
0: We can bail you out. You could punch your way out. You can do whatever you want to get out. Let's just roll. Let's get out of here. Yeah. Luke's doing like, no, it's not about that. It's not about me. You know, it's about these people. And these people who are or look like they're all people of color. Very, very, very powerful visuals of white, a white person who is privileged through money and through status, not sitting silent. And not only is he not sitting silent, but he's also taking a stand to align himself in with the people who are being, you know, treated
1: unjustly. Also powerful visuals in uh, the fact that we have multiple black characters and they are different people. Yes, it's not just like th- this is black person one two three four. Like we, they have personalities, they got backgrounds, they have motives, they have different ways of speaking. You know, I think that's significant, and that's something that <laughs> ridiculous to admit. We don't see, not as much, no. So that's that's notable. Yeah, and Luke is
0: just he's hanging out with uh, Marta. He's hanging yeah. out with Gadget. Um, he's hanging out with Senor Magico, Mag- Mag- Magico. The 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 like
1: uh, uh, thrift store Dr.
0: Strange. Magico? Yeah. Like, whatever. I don't know how to say it. Um, but yeah, basically that's like his crew right now and he's just saying like, look man, I don't know what to do. I love this moment of vulnerability. From, I'm struggling. I'm wrestling. Yeah. Like I want my man out of there. I don't want to go back to jail. And at this point in the book you're kind of like, well, you know, I mean, I, I wonder why. You know what I mean? I wonder why he's having such a hard time yeah and um we flash forward back to you know danny in in jail and we get introduced to all these different characters that are there that shouldn't
1: be there against their um that are there against you know for wrongly these are the parents and loved ones of the people who came to the Hears for hire and said hey we got all these people and they've been locked up and they shouldn't have been can you can you help us out
0: yeah. And then they have one of the, looks like a younger kid come up. His name is Keith mm-hmm. Um, And it says he's innocent. That's a little uh, information.
1: we. You know so something there. I think is interesting about that? I was thinking about that Ignite Philly talk from Mike Lee when I was reading this and that little disclaimer next to the name innocent. And I was thinking, is that necessary? What do you mean? Did, did, did the writer have to tell me this person is innocent? Yeah. Can't this person be guilty, but still not deserve to be here? Well, I think the point of what's going on here is they're, they're trying to communicate
0: who's what, who's who. The they idea of being like. Back background. Mm-hmm. So, Bobby the Brute Clute, actually very sensitive. Yeah. The Dread, Louis Cruz, because he has dreads. Shadrick Mangler Daniels, innocent. Carlos Gamecock Cabrera, guilty-ish but reformed. Yeah. Like, okay. it's, it's we, clarifying, we who, who am I looking at? Who, yeah. is, the, who is each person? Um, because that's important. And, you know, Keith tells the story, and he talks about how he's, you know, walking around with his girl, and these dudes just jump out on him. Yeah. You know, they just jump out on him, and they start attacking him, and he didn't know why, he didn't know what was going on, he didn't know if they were cops, he didn't know if they were trying to rob him, you know, they just started trying to do stuff, and it says, this is him talking. Next thing you know, these mass mothers are, hang- are handing me over to the cops. Mm-hmm. Talking about how they picked me up on an outstanding warrant. Mm-hmm. Thing is, I'm straight, bro. No priors, no outstanding nothing. I didn't even have a library fines or credit card debt. Mm-hmm. And it's like, isn't that what they said about the dude who was waiting for, for his, for his, um, for his, his skip, kid for the bus? Like, yeah. he, like it was a warrant. They were looking for somebody or something like that. And they did that. and The other thing was
1: that. So, was that something to do with what was going on? Well, I know one of the things that, that comes up in conversation is people start looking into the criminal history of of the men who have been killed. right. They're looking into the, the criminal history of uh, Keith Lamont Scott and, and Terrence Crutcher. And someone will be very quick to say immediately, hey, this person's got a charge from 20 years ago as if that is supposed to color that that person's entire life. Like, well, that's it. That's all you are. You are are your charge. You're guilty of that thing. 20 years ago, like, what did you do 20 years ago? Who were you 20 years ago? Like, it wasn't me. It wasn't who you're listening to on the microphone right now. Yeah. How could you possibly judge me by that? Yeah. And it's just like, these guys are basically
0: taking people down based off of, Facial recognition preemptive strike
1: and th- that group, what they think they're going to do, yeah, that group that was using this technology. do you think uh. that this is somehow tied to ulysses? I do. I do. this is this seems to be people who have a capability of profiling using some technology or whatever, and preemptive strike and stopping it before it starts, but they don't have the responsibility. They don't have the moral code. They don't have the ability to use that responsibly. And I wonder if we'll see Ulysses figure out what his abilities are and be able to use that in a correct way. The other side of this is what they point out in these pages. Luke Cage points out, yo preemptive strike wrote this software. They made this stuff Mm -hmm. and they're able to make it so they can add to your criminal history. So if they want you to get put away, they will make things up and nobody's going to check that. We're just going to say, let me just go ahead and edit this and say, yes, you're guilty of a lot of things that you never did. We just made that up. That's straight fiction. So that's another angle on this. They're putting people away because they don't like them. That's insane. That's insane. So Luke Cage has to come up with a plan. And the bottom line is he doesn't really have a plan. Yeah. And he's got his friends out there, Melissa Gold and Dr. Noah Black. Yeah. And I love seeing Melissa because she's from the Thunderbolts. And back when Luke Cage was the leader of the Thunderbolts, it was Luke Cage hanging with Man-Thing, okay? He was, he was hanging around with Man-Thing. So Man-Thing's probably going to be in the next issue. I'm, I'm crossing my fingers.
0: Okay, all right, let's see what happens. So uh, Luke's having a very vulnerable moment. Yeah. Where he's, you know, they basically asked him, as I like, look, we know that Danny's in here. You got us at this prison. You got us at Riker's. Why are we here? Are, you, are, you, are we yeah. here to help you bust him out? And Luke says, can't lie to either of you. I don't have a plan. Yeah, At least not a good one. Um, he says, you're here because you've both been there. Just like me, we've all been on the inside. We know what it's like. Yeah. And because of that, and because I trust you, and I know you're both exceptional at what you do, I need you to help me figure out what to do. Because I'm lost right now. I'm too close to all this. My partner in jail, people being locked up for crimes they didn't commit. This is hitting me in my guts. It's scrambling my brain. And without help, you know, without someone helping me work through this fiddle faddle, Mm -hmm. I would just bust through those walls. I can't lie to either of you. That's all I want to do. Tear that prison down, prison down brick by brick.
1: I love that he's admitting that that's what he wants to do, but he directly asked for help to stop him from making that decision. And this is what I think a lot of
0: people of color, a lot of black people specifically, feel. Mm. Like, this comic book is capturing, I want to act out. Yeah. I want to take action. I want to do something drastic. Yeah. I feel helpless. I feel upset. I feel angry. I want to lash out and do something I shouldn't do. And mm-hmm. I need help because if I go through this by myself, if I don't get your help, if I don't get to talk to some people who can relate to where I'm coming from, I'm going to wild out. Yeah. And I don't want to wild out. Yeah. But I'm going to do it. And I think that this is where community is important, especially people who are going through this. This is why the black community needs allies and it needs each other when we feel like we're being hunted and oppressed. Yeah. You know, like your friends, people who look like you, people who
1: are part of your community are being gunned down in the street. And who takes care of you and who are you taking care of? Yeah. So you don't bottle that stuff up and explode because yeah, like, what could you be expected to do? How can anyone endure that amount of stress and trauma and then not come out? damaged and wanting to cause harm to yourself or to others. Like how could anybody be expected of something other than that? When you're dealing with those stakes, those circumstances. And this is, this is a really incredible moment in this comic because suddenly Carol Danvers, and it looks like some alpha flight rolls up on Luke cage and says, Hey, we saw what you're going to do. Yeah. And Luke cage and 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 we're here to stop you. Yeah, yeah. And Luke Cage is, is man. He, he just was channeling Octavius. <laughs> he was channeling Luke Cage is channeling Octavius in this where he's doing that. He very matter of fact. Look, he's like, I know okay. all
0: you and y'all know me. There's no beef, no drama. Nobody owes anybody any money. That means we can work this out like grown folks. Let's start with what you think it is. I'm gonna do. Enlighten me. Enlighten me. <laughs> so Carol exactly. says, let's not play any games. I know that Danny is currently locked up in here, and I know you're going to break him out. I've seen it. Yeah. every one of those words makes me upset.
1: Yeah, it makes me angry. And we just experienced Luke saying, "I know what I want to do." And, and, and I that's I won't the but do it. And
0: that is such an insightful, in, insightful piece because we just saw him wrestling. Yeah like him, "I don't want, I need help." Yeah. So maybe maybe Ulysses can see intention maybe Ulysses can see desire, maybe Ulysses can see possibilities, Mm -hmm. you know, we don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, So, (laughs) she basically is saying, you know, uh, okay, so, um, I think what Doc $50 was saying, how have you seen something that hasn't happened yet? And then we have another character that goes, Luke, you know me, we're friends. We've worked together. I wouldn't lie to you. And here here go Carol in the background. I saw it. I experienced it. Every time she opens her mouth, I'm like, yo, shut up. Yeah. Yo, go somewhere. Yeah. Like you're you're doing a good job of making me not like her mm-hmm. because she's being super arrogant. I saw it. Like, mm-hmm. yo, who's talking to you? First of all, you know what I mean? And second of all, like like Seeing and experiencing are two different things. Come on. Come on, Luke. Yeah. You didn't go to Cornell, but you know what's going on out here. Yeah.
1: You know what I mean? Like, And he's being reasonable. And you said this when you and I talked yesterday. He is saying in so many words, don't take it there. Don't make me do this. Listen. Do not make me do this.
0: This is not. Let's. Because he started out like, look here. Let's reason together. Yeah. You know? And like you said, seeing and experiencing are two different things. Y'all telling me you saw this the same way you saw what happened to Rhodey? Oof. Or did you experience it the way you experienced Banner getting killed?
1: Oof. Yeah.
0: And then here goes Storm. Storm. Luke, you're not being reasonable. Every time somebody says something to Luke, it's getting me angrier and angrier because yeah. nobody is Luke's being extremely reasonable. Yeah. And you know what it reminds me of? Mm. When you see people who are upset mm-hmm. because someone's been killed, someone's pre- peacefully protesting, but they're upset. They're angry. They're justifiably angry. And they're going, calm down, sir. Yeah. And they're like, stop telling me to calm down. I'm angry. Yeah. My anger is not, I'm not breaking any rules by being angry. Yeah. I'm allowed to be angry.
1: So, you know, it's like, like, it's, uh, tell me if you've ever experienced this. When people talk about race and racial injustice, and someone will say, someone will pull a line like this one, I just want us to get rid of our emotion and have a conversation about this. Impossible. Can we all just move past our emotion? No, we cannot. You're being emotional, right? That's correct. Yeah, and like as if, as if those things are not always forever interlocked. Like, what do you think this is? Yeah. This is Y'all just emotion. rolled y'all just rolled up on me and said,
0: well, You're gonna go do something. Well, I just finished telling my friends that I'm wrestling with this. Yeah. And then every time I tell y'all something, and I am being extremely reasonable and trying to have a dialogue with you, when you guys show up guns drawn, mm-hmm. You tell me I'm being unreasonable. Well, Luke done had it. And they throw it down. Luke said, (laughs) don't you ever accuse me of being unreasonable. Not you. Not after all the accusations you and every other mutant have faced. Yeah. That was, they said mutant, but he was talking to Storm. Yeah. And he's saying, you you are an oppressed person. He's like, "Not, not you. Yeah. Now, we're saying
1: mutant, but I do think there's a parallel to, like, black person. It's a black person. Oh, and make no bones about it. Mutants and the X-Men were just an allegory for being an outsider, an, an oppressed person, someone who did not belong. And when the and when X-Men were created, it was not as easy to have those conversations yeah. directly. So we talked about people being a mutant. You're a mutant. But what is that word really? You're an other. Yeah. Insert anything you want in there. And I love that Luke Cage is saying this. He's serving this up to Aurora and saying how how are you Don't you ever accuse me of being unreasonable? Not you.
0: Yeah. Like I think that that's the conversation between two black people in yeah. front It's like the don't question me in this way in front of mixed company. Not you. If anybody here is supposed to understand what I'm saying, yeah. it's you. Mm-hmm. In your blackness but also you in your mutinous. Come on sis. Mm-hmm. Like don't, don't show out in front of your friends right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Don't act new like you don't know what I'm talking about. He says, I've been accused of things I didn't do before, went to prison for a crime I didn't commit. And now you come here looking to take me in for something you think I'm going to do? With all due respect, you got to be out of your knick-knack, minds if you think that's about to happen.
1: (laughs) He he got a little blue with that language, Luke Cage. Uh, Yet they throw down. You know, I'll be honest with you. I was surprised that this just turned into a, 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 a fight. I, I wasn't sure how this would go in any other way, but this is the way that it went. Now, now we are fighting. We're beating on each other right now. And I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure how that makes me feel because everything about that interaction is interesting. I'm with Luke Cage 100% of the way. I am not standing for what Carol Danvers is serving up. And th- that makes me so upset, but it's interesting that this had to resolve or is going to resolve in everybody smacking each other. And it makes me wonder, where do we go in the next issue? How do these parties separate? You know what I mean? Do they take Luke Cage in? Because we've seen Luke Cage. He's in, the, he's in the fray. He's on Tony Stark's side mm. within the civil war comic. So, I'm, I would love to know. How How do we wind down from here? How do we take a deep breath and step away from here? Or is this just one team is going to smash on the other one? I, I don't know. How, how, like, where do we go? We had to go violent. We had to take it there. Oh, there's a lot going on. Yep. Well, that's it for our books of the week. Yeah.
0: Great talk. Yeah. Let's talk about next week. Mm-hmm. Next week, we've got... Um, Nighthawk number five. Mm hmm. And we have a choice between Black Panther number. What is that? The, the one that we haven't done yeah. yet is six, six, or we have Batman number.
1: What number is that? Uh, Just the one. one that we have not done yet is seven.
0: So let's do, let's do Batman. Let's do uh Black Panther number six and, um, Nighthawk number five. That works next week.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We'll have a conversation about Black Panther because that arc we are still in the middle of. And Batman number seven begins a brand new arc, Night of the Monster Men. So we can take a little hiatus. You should be picking up the book. I love the book. There's a lot to say about it. We'll probably come back to it. We will come back to it, I am sure. But it's an easier jump off point for us right now so we can keep on conversations like Black Panther.
0: Alright, so that's it for this week's episode Episode 40, the 50th episode All together hey. Why don't you let the people know where they can find you on the internet
1: uh, You can find me on Twitter and on Instagram Under the same name At Adam Teteris A-D-A-M-T-E-T-E-R-U-S, A-D-A-M-T-E-T-E-R-U-S. Uh, Right now my, my name is aka iOS10bands And some people did not realize that was me Namely My girlfriend didn't realize who iOS 10 bands was Mm -hmm. and had retweeted iOS 10 bands. Not, not actually understanding that that was, that's, that's your man. That's your man. Gucci main thing. (laughs) Um, but yeah, that's me. iOS 10 bands. Um, I'll probably change my name back at some point in time, but right now I'm just riding out on this. I like it. (laughs) I like it. It's good. I think it's good.
0: Well, uh, you can find me on Twitter at, um, Octavius A Newman, O C T A V I U -S S A N E W M A N. Um, and that's me. You know, that's where you can tell me all your thoughts, all your opinions, Uh all your feedback on this, this episode. And, um, we are enjoying doing this and, uh, we will see you guys next week. You got
1: anything else, Adam? No, this is everything. This is, this is it. Um. We know that we got a one-shot that we've been meaning to do for a little while, and we're still fixing to do it. I think things, things might get a little interesting as we get closer to the surgery. After the surgery, especially, we're going to have some interesting shows in store for y'all, and we're going to do everything we can to make sure that we give you content every week. Oh, do we have the website for the GoFundMe people want to uh, donate to it? Oh, uh, yeah, that's a good question. Let me see if I can pull that up right now. Okay. Uh, and we got a. There's a Twitter storm taking place right now, and I'm not sure what's happening, but there are a lot of people who are tweeting about you and I, Octavius. Sounds good. Awesome. This is what's happening. Great. You can go to GoFundMe.com/slash-comic-book-junto, and uh, that is the the site, the URL of the, the GoFundMe that was put together so generously by Michael Harris. Again, Michael Harris, thank you, dude. Thank you. That's very cool. We appreciate you. I like that. You're smart. And thank you to everybody who donated. We appreciate that as well. you loyal. Yeah. Thank you to everybody who's been a part of this. Thank you to everybody who has even just like shown us some love. That's, that's cool stuff. And uh, we're lucky for it. So we're going to keep giving you the good stuff every week. All right. So that's it for episode 40. We love you guys. Until next time. Peace. <laughs>